2: Raiders, Oakland, oh, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's man cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! What's look left? Look
3: right? But let's, off,
2: a pass, let's go! Oh!
4: We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing,
2: just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted, (inaudible) piano at the 50, high running down, Houston football, and I think Houston victory and Raiders have
4: on the most staining, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, so I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win.
5: ka <laughs> <Or, laughs> Oh, is it time to do the show now? Let's do the show, man. What is up, Raider Nation? Welcome to episode number 206 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live here from Murph's Fan Cave. Uh, We appreciate everybody that has jumped into the chat and is joining us in here tonight. And uh, my name is Murph, and uh, so I am the co host of this thing that we call Raiders Fan Radio on the Murph's Fan Cave YouTube channel. And so, uh, and, uh, and also anywhere you can find a podcast, an audio podcast, you can find us by just looking for Murph's fan cave. That is M U R F S fan cave. And so I am your, uh, I'm, I'm your host Murph or, um, or Murfer or, uh, you know, the Murph or L Murferino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing, Yeah. you know, yeah. Until I just saw the big Lebowski not long ago. Anyways. <laughs> so, so anyways, my name is Murph and, uh, and, and I co-host the show with, um, my uncle mosh uh who's my real life uncle who's who's not here tonight he hasn't been with us for for a hot minute but we are excited to uh to welcome him back hopefully very very soon so we'll look forward to his return and then also my best friend in the whole world we call him swag jeff and he's here and he's adorning the southern annex of the murph's fan cave desk desk
6: welcome to the show swag jeff yeah yes yes what up, I- bro Dude, I am so pumped for this show, man! It's oh gonna be a gosh, good cool, one. Right? You know, it felt a little weird because you know normally your start of the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, you say, uh, you know, what is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of yeah. Raiders Fan Radio. You didn't do none of that. I didn't do that. No, you didn't do any of that, what dude. I, why did I not do that? I don't know, man. You kind of you throw me off a little. Well, bit. Well, hit the hit the Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: So. What is up Raider Nation? Your old buddy Murph back once again for what we hope will be a fantastic episode of Raider's Fan Radio coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave, episode number 206. Yes. And not only am I going to host the show tonight by my not uh, wait, dang it. Hit it again.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: what is up Raider Nation? Your old buddy Murph back once again You're not for- the old buddy. Oh. <laughs> What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Raiders Fan Radio episode number two hundred and six coming to you live here from Murph's Fan Cave. But I do not do this show alone. Always, as always, and for the most part, welcome in to the show my best friend in the whole world, the guy that adorns the Western Annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk, the one and only Swag Jeff. Yeah,
6: absolutely. Yeah, your did I get it that time? Yeah, absolutely. Uncle Mosh is your is your uncle in real life. And I'm your best friend in real life. Absolutely. So yeah, man. Yeah, I'm ready for the show, there dude. You go. Episode 206. It's gonna be a fun one. And I'm, dude. I'm ready to roll, man. We got a lot to get to
5: tonight. And, and we, then, I, I got even yeah. got my kid in real life who's over there playing video games. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny
6: reach around, and say hello. Vinny. Wave at him. Put some drows on, bro.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I think Vinny's going to jump in and help us with some emails in a yeah, little bit. He is. And he uh, And usually my... Bu- oh, my, at she's
6: there. There's my Boo Max. Oh, Max. oh Max. Yeah, my we got a bunch of people in there. Aaron, <laughs> the Q-Dog Raiders in there. Uh, of course, your are Boo Max. Uh, our best friend, Michelle Sweat. Damage Inc. Raider Nation Scotland. Uh, both the Mangus boys. Atticus be rockin'. Uh, Navy Vet 43. Uh, Chevy Silver Raider. Ron the Mater Raider's in there. Of course, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. The whole gang. Kill Jadis is in there. He's he's doing jury jury duty, uh, jury duty right now. Wow, he's doing jury duty and he's taking a break. He went outside for you know he probably told him that he was a, a smoker, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. And, and came out and said hello to the chat and all that. So yeah, and Trinidad's in there. The whole crew, Big Easy. We got we got everybody in here,
5: man. Very cool. Thank you all so very much uh, for joining us for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. As usual, so much to get to tonight. Uh, we call this the offiest of the off season. Like you would think there wouldn't be a whole lot to talk about this time of year, Yeah, but there's so much to get to. Um, we're going to start off with 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 Jeff, of course, uh, referencing back our episode number to something significant in Raider Nation. We're going to talk about our upcoming Fannie Awards. We're going to give some respect. We're going to talk about OTAs in the offseason. We're going to talk about the greatest Raider coaches of all time. Nice. We're going to talk about this amazing show that came out not long ago called The Dark Side of Football. And I'll tell you all about it later, but basically, know this they featured a huge. Uh, episode on the Raiders. We're going to talk about that. And then, of course, we're going to jump into the Sea of Fans mailbag, and we're going to hear from our favorite uh, folks out there in Raider Nation, which could be you. It just You're only our favorite because they're the ones that called and reached out to us this well, week. Yeah. Anybody else that's in the chat or, or within, the, within the sound of our voices, we would love to hear from you. And you can call the show at any time at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. That's 909 345 Leave us a voicemail, and if we play that message three times on our show, we refer to you then as a made man or a made woman. Absolutely. So definitely jump in there, or you can email us an indefinite amount of times at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. So please do us a favor uh, and and contact us uh, because our show is better with more of you. More yes. of you and less of us is a good thing. It's
6: always the best. Absolutely, always so, the best.
5: So, as I mentioned, uh, kind of here at the beginning. Uh, first off, thank you to all the donations. I know Jeff keeps track of that, and uh, so thank you to the yeah. super chat yeah. donations we've got, that are yeah, coming we've
6: in. Yeah, we've got two donations uh, so far from Matthew Mangus: a two ninety nine donation and a one ninety nine donation Aww, to the One Nation Foundation. So cool. Absolutely, and right now, are we still going Belitnikov?
5: Yeah, so we're kind of back and forth. So we just so we had such success with sh- with. Um, with shipping, so oh, I got a lot of s's in there. Such <laughs> success with the auction, the silent auction that we did for the Raiders ship, that it jumped our number up to a lot closer to two thousand bucks. Yeah, in, instead of the original, like we said, we we're going to do like twelve hundred for for Blitnikov. It got us closer to two thousand, and so I thought, you know what. Maybe we just go ahead and keep because look, any of the money you send us, you know we we give it away. We decided to shift gears after Bolitnikoff to the Greater Youth Sports Association, but I think we've got something else unique coming up for them. Yes. So so a lot of the money we've decided to still kind of shift it back towards Bolitnikov. And especially since Michelle was so kind to create that big oh my beautiful gosh. it chip,
6: was so amazing. So
5: amazing. And it generated a, a really good chunk of change. Yeah. And so we um and Boletnikoff Foundation is kind of close to her heart. She told us that. so Yes. So we want to honor that. So we decided to give that money to Bolitnikoff. And since we're getting so close to two grand, I thought, well, heck, let's just run that thing up to another couple thousand bucks. And then maybe there's an opportunity for us to present that money again
6: live like At we the did Crab two Fest. years ago. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So you and Max are going to go to the Crab Fest this year. Uh, my wife, my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wife, if you're listening, uh, can we go? <laughs> <laughs> can we please go to vegas well, and, even, and like jeff murphy's kicking
5: around maybe being yeah, able to go Scarlett um, getting to go yeah absolutely. Yeah. and even michelle uh his sister
6: and yes and even kicking yes kicking around absolutely going. so yeah. that would be,
5: it'd be amazing if we had like a huge
6: representation be huge of man and, and they're, they're doing it at the paris this year right at the paris in vegas oh yeah. dude yes yeah we would have all the fun well yeah and like this this is going to be the first crab fest for bolitnikov in vegas right yeah yeah so i mean talk about i mean We were starstruck last year or last time we went with, you know, Tom Flores there and Art Shell and all that stuff. Uh, First one in Vegas. Yeah, all of them are going to be there.
5: All of them are going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, We might even catch a Gruden sighting or something. You never know.
6: I mean, Charles, Charles Woodson, you know. Oh, bro. uh, You know what I mean? Dude,
5: if Charles Woodson is there, we're going to legit freak out. Like, I'm so like, like I fanboy enough, you know, and you're a little more cool about it than I am. But like even like I get in my feelings about like oh, I, dude, get, I'm, I get I get so starstruck like I'm and I'm with not you man and I feel like I should be cooler like I'm way more comfortable like now doing the show and like talking about this stuff yeah. like it just seems like we're all like oh yeah this is all this and that when I'm in the moment around these things dude I get like even like this last week and we'll talk about what we had going on um I get in a way dude I just I'm sorry I'm yes. too big of a fan of. The NFL as a whole and the Raiders. Yes. Most importantly, you put me around people
6: that are significant in that world. Yes. I freaking well, and that's what I'm saying. I get so, weird. So, <laughs> so yeah, you know? absolutely. So I mean, so you know, I mean, the first one in Vegas. You know, there's a home game a couple days later. I mean, it wouldn't shock me. To, I mean, what if Marcus Mariota was there? Because he oh, ain't doing nothing gosh. else. Because Derek You'll Carr's the flip starting
0: quarterback. I'll cry.
6: You'll flip out. I'll flip out. You'll I'll flip, flip out. out. Absolutely, because I'll always have my Marcus jersey under anything that I wear. So I mean, I'll just have to pull up my, I'll have to pull up my shirt and tie and have him sign my chest. You know what I mean? It's oh, you'd like dude. that. I'd love it. I'm all about yeah, dude. Just right,
5: just right across your nipple, instead yeah, of just yeah, use yeah. that for the O in Mariota. Why not, dude? Hey, man. Why not, dude? Whatever happens, it's just natural, man. Just let it go. Just let it flow, man. Marcus, here's a sharpie. Just do what you do, man. man. I'm your Marcus. I'm your canvas.
6: (laughs) Paint me like one of your French girls.
2: We're running out of time my life is running out of
6: life oh my, my gosh, gosh. Okay. it's
5: so good Jeff, man take us to 206 yeah. i got to go move that light that light over there's in my eyes okay so okay yeah move the light
6: okay. so, uh, so, yeah. so so yes so so Bolitnikov, thank you so much uh, you know for for all the donations matthew mangus the you know 299 and 199 yes that's that is going to be uh, you know we we get to go and do that awesome thing at Bolitnikov, but but we're representing you Amen. and and everything that you guys have done because 100% of the seeds, whether it's, you know, YouTube monetization, uh, you know, stuff from our podcast, the Super Chats, all that stuff, advertising, mer- all of merchandise sales, all that stuff. One hundred percent of that is going to the Blitnikov, and we're going to present a fat check to them. And it's all because of you. You know, it's not just us. It's 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 you. You guys make the show. So thank you so much for for everything that you absolutely. do. Yeah, absolutely. We'll give you a, we'll give you a round of applause for that. Um, but uh, but yeah, absolutely. So so every episode number, uh, Swag Jeff takes a significant moment in Raider history and relates it back to the episode number. And this episode is number 206, and I got a really good one for you, Murph. Okay. I got a really good one, and, and I have more than one. You do? I have more than one, dude. Yeah. So you got 206.1 and 206.2? No, they're both right on the money Right on the nose. Okay, yeah, all, right. T- all yeah. right. And so, uh, so yeah, so the first one, and it's an obvious one, and it's a great one. Uh, it's a career stat, and it's short and sweet and to the point. One of the best players to ever play for the Raiders, it really in my opinion, one of the best to ever play his position in the NFL. Oh, gosh. We're going to talk about punter Shane Leckler. Oh, come on. Let's go. Shane Leckler. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of our our favorites, man. Just an absolute clutch kicker, uh, clutch punter, all that stuff. And a hell of a quarterback. And a hell of a quarterback, man. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. He played 206 games in silver and black. No way, yeah, dude. Yes. Absolutely. Nicely absolutely. done, Jeff. Yeah, Nicely yeah. done. Absolutely. Respect to Shane Leckler. But the bonus, okay. and I had to dig for this one a little. Okay. I had to dig for it a little. We're going to go back to October 8th, 1965. Oh, gosh. October 8th, 1965. Okay. Absolutely. Walk so, me into this thing. I want to see if I can guess some of this. Okay. The o- or the Oakland Raiders are playing a game. Okay. Against uh, a team from Boston, okay. A team right. from Boston. What what were they called back then? Uh, still the Boston Patriots. Yes, it's the Boston Patriots. Yeah. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So uh, and they're playing at Fenway Park. Oh yeah, at uh-huh. Fenway uh-huh. Park. Uh, Tom Flores, quarterback at the helm. Absolutely. Uh, the Raiders beat the winless Patriots. Okay. Uh, Twenty-four to ten that game. Okay. It was a great game. Tom Flores had a great game, but this Raider that I want to talk about stole the show. Okay. We're talking about our favorite wide receiver, Art Powell. Art Powell, give him Stop a, it. give him a little round of applause. Freddie over. B. No, Art Powell, dude. Oh, Art Powell. I think. Yeah. He's, oh, oh, no, oh, no, oh. No, oh no, I no. think it's Art Powell. No, no, Art. No, no, oh. Art Powell. Oh, I think it's
5: our Powell. Sorry, I
6: got that little southern. Oh, no, I'm twang. like, I'm like, wait yeah, a minute, it's it's
5: did Freddie B. Get- it's Art
6: Powell, man. It's Art Powell, Art Powell.
5: because I'm like, wait a minute, I'm like, Freddie B. didn't get drafted until a few years later, but no, okay, yeah, I got you, I got you. So
6: yeah, so Art Powell had an incredible game. He had a pair of touchdown catches, and he had uh, 206 receiving yards what? that game. Yes, absolutely. Dude. Absolutely. Now, this performance was the only 200 plus yard receiving game by a Raider until the year 2017. You're kidding. Yes. Art Powell was the only player or only receiver to have 200 plus receiving yards until Amari Cooper in that crazy game no against cra- Kansas City uh-huh. in 2017. No Absolutely. Crap, so yeah, dude. dude, he held that record forever, man. That's of course, legit, And of dude. course, we broke that again with the great uh, Darren Waller this season. Uh, but yes. yeah, man, there, yes, yes, there yes, hasn't yes. been that many 200 plus yard receiving games and that's it was interesting to me because we've had some elite wide receivers like timmy brown tim uh, i don't know tim brown cliff branch uh fred blitnikoff you know i mean even you know jerry rice and you know all those guys that you know i mean we're just you know are legends and yeah Art Powell was the only one that held that record well's like there's a bunch of dude yeah yeah, until 2017 man no kidding. well it just
5: shows you how much the raiders have always been a running team you know oh, what I mean? Absolutely. Like it doesn't matter what era. You don't era. gotta
6: throw two hundred yards when you got Marcus Allen or Bo Jackson or you know Van Egan or, yeah, or you know you Charlie know I, Garner. Yeah, uh, you know, absolutely. Just, you know you know tons of them. But yeah, man, Wheatley, yeah. Crockett, like I mean, tons yeah, and dude. tons, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Respect to Art Powell, man.
5: Yeah, man, that's legit swag, Jeff. Yeah, I love it when stuff. you teach me something. I
6: know. I love right? it. that's
5: my favorite part of this segment. Yeah, is that you know, for being a you know, look, I'm a middle aged guy nowadays. You know what I mean? Like I've been around this team for a hot minute, and 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 know you know enough to host a podcast about him. And so I love it when you teach me something, and I get uh, get hip to something like that. Like I mean, yeah. obviously I had an awareness of Art Powell and who he was, but I had no idea he held the record that long. Yeah. Um, and a little self check here. Uh, Boletnikov was drafted in 65. I knew there was something familiar about that. Um, anyways, I, I overspoke that, but, but, uh, So I I guess so
6: that was his rookie season.
5: Yeah, because he had, because he got drafted by the NFL and the AFL Right. In the same year. And that's what's unique about Freddie B's. He got Uh drafted by both leagues in 65. Yeah. So that would have been his rookie year. Second round pick in, in, uh, in the AFL draft, third round pick in the NFL. I wonder when Art Powell was Art Powell, was he, um, and this is something that we'll learn during the break. I'm going to look this up. I wonder if Art Powell was uh, was uh, a, what do you call it a, a charter member of the Raiders, like one of the original yeah Oakland Raiders. Yeah, I believe sure. he was. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to look that up uh, while we're in break. But let's go ahead and get some contact contact information, and then we'll come back with a little bit of uh, a bit of respect.
2: Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram, at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us, show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good.
5: Good. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so uh, so yeah, much respect to Art Powell and great great stuff there, uh, swag Jeff. So Art was drafted in the NFL in '59. Okay, uh, played for the Eagles and the New York Titans, which who eventually became the Jets. Yes. and then he didn't make it to the Raiders until '63. So he okay. wasn't a charter member of the Raiders, but clearly one of the early uh, legends uh, for the for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, well, that was the first, uh,
6: you know. Uh, uh al davis took over in 63 there you go as the gm and coach so yeah so he brought all of his you know i mean doing what he did his entire career brought the best players that he absolutely. saw absolutely and made him raiders and Ab- made him
5: great absolutely and also a local guy uh, uh, art powell went to san jose state uh which is uh you know of course where i grew up born and raised yeah. in san jose and uh, so i also want to uh give respect in the chat uh i believe it was let me see it's, damage
6: inc raider nation scotland well, yes, thank thank them first. Yeah, absolutely. So so they uh so they're obviously across the pond, uh, but they donated uh four ninety-nine pounds. Nice. Yeah, oh, we dude. got a pound donation. We got some pound donations. That's money, man. dude. Yeah, and for yeah. a penny and
5: for a pound around here at Raiders yeah, Fan yeah, Radio. Yeah.
6: We're all about the poundage here <laughs> at Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah.
5: <laughs> so I wanna uh I wanna give respect to knock Andrew. Uh knock Andrew says San Jose in the house. Oh, uh, right. On. Yeah, there's one of my homies right there. Nice, so absolutely, nice, Andrew. Nice. Yeah, born and raised in San Jose. I was in was well born way back when in 1973 in Santa Clara, California, but then grew up in San Jose until heck, uh, late nineties, I guess, something like that, whenever yeah. I moved. But anyways, but yeah, man, San Jose. In fact, I'm gonna be in San Jose in uh in a week. And yeah, so, a week from today. A huh? week from today. So for those of you that are in the Bay Area, uh, if you wanna check in with uh, with your buddy Murph and and my two boys, um we're going to go to Domenico's in Alameda. Yes. That is of course our good friend, uh, Jeff and his family's uh, business. And we're going to go have the best sandwiches there is in the Bay area at Domenico's. We'll be out there that, that is, uh, what that is Thursday, the 17th of June at two o'clock. So anybody that listens to this show, if you if you, if you, uh, if the Bay area is your stomping grounds, definitely come out and meet us and, uh, and hang out with, with, with us. And the, uh, and the uh, the Murphy clan who runs that Domenico's location, yeah. And uh, let's have some uh, let's have some good yeah. food, man. The I know Mangus bud-
6: brothers said they're going to try to make it there.
5: Awesome! I would yes. love love to meet the Mangus brothers in real life. Yeah, uh, I look forward to. We already know our buddy Ty Raider is going to be there. Oh, look yeah. forward to seeing Ty. Uh, and, and you know, we we hear and we correspond with so many folks. It's so cool when we get opportunities to meet people in, in, in real life and in firsthand, yep. usually it's around Raider games and things when we go to tailgates, but yeah. here's a really cool opportunity for us to all get together. So uh, so thanks to all of you that are going to uh, hopefully make it a point to, to come out and meet with us. Uh, that would be, be great to see you, of course. Um, one more bit of housekeeping before we get to respect. Um, I think we're going to do the fannies uh, on July 14th. So those, nice. those of you that are new to the show, as i called it earlier this is the offiest of the off season like you can't get more off season between now and when training camp starts right as soon as otas are over we're in this like dead zone of nfl news so that's typically where we do our fanny awards uh which is a just our super tongue-in-cheek lighthearted approach at an award show which i mean go figure us being silly uh and so that's that's our award show it's kind of like I want to say it's the highlight of our year, but as far as our show goes for self-reference, it's it's a fun time for us well, to kind of it's play. It's
6: self-referential to us, and it's, but it's more self-referential to you all. Yes, you know, to yes. the people that call into the show that are that are a part of this family that we call RFR. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know, it's it's kind of a kudos and cheers to you guys where we're able to, you know, p- highlight some of our favorite moments that you've been able to bring to us. So uh, so, yeah, that that night's all about you guys.
5: Absolutely. We do things uh, like the Foggy Glasses Award where who made me laugh the most in the, in the previous year. We do our Gemini Man Award for the, the, the best twins of the show. Yes. We have a best Jeff Award. Yeah. Um, we have a, just like an overall like caller of the year kind of thing. Like, yeah. You know, so, um, so definitely check that out. That will be on July 14th. Excuse me. That'll be on July 14th. Um, next week we're off. Yes. Because again, we'll be traveling. I'll be out there on the West Coast. So if you want to hear Raiders Fan Radio next week, Join me at Domenico's on Thursday. Yeah, and we'll yeah, yeah. Literally, we, could, we can talk Full in person. Full-on live take. Full-on live take. Absolutely. And so uh, we will be representing. And you get to meet
6: what? Mac? Max will be there, right, too? No, Max isn't going to oh, be with Max us. Isn't, oh, but you get to meet
5: Vin. Yeah, you can meet Vinny and Tristan, my two sons. Yeah, yeah my, dude. My sons will be with me. You can meet Max with me in July. We're going to be in Vegas. and so Well, there you go. Um, or you can come to the Crab Fest, and all that money, of course, goes to Blitnikoff. So, 100%. Uh, Max and I are going to be doing a lot of Raider-related things this year, uh, and, and so it should be a lot of fun and... Um, I say raider related. We're gonna just gonna have a lot of fun trips out there to Vegas and dude, yeah. And yeah it's gonna be it's awesome. all gonna be good. My boo, she's the best, man. She's she's the best. She's dude. All about this Raiders fan radio stuff, and I'm so know, thankful because yeah, she's she, so every supportive week of she it. Post,
6: know? yeah, she posts on her socials and stuff and and tags us and throws on her raider gear and stuff like that. Dude, what I, I saw a picture of her at like a church event where they all had like different team sports or whatever, and she was rocking all raider stuff. Yes,
5: absolutely. Oh, Look, she sent in. me this today. She's not feeling so yeah. hot. She She's like, turn I'm, on I'm, "I'm powering through, and I'm uh, I'm powering through. I'm being tough And my Raider gear." Oh, there you go. I love there's that. My, there's my boo. So much I love res- it. Much respect to Max. And so speaking of respect, Swag Jeff. Okay. At the top of the show here, we always do a uh, a bit we call respect. We don't yeah. do props. We don't do shout outs. We can't wrong. do shout
6: outs. They're expensive. They're really expensive. They're definitely not right? free. No. They're that, definitely not free. Ain't nobody ever had a free shout out. No. I We paid a lot and it still ain't enough. Ain't enough. So that's okay.
5: There are no free shout outs. No. We don't do props. But we don't. It's not that those are bad things. No. Uh, but, you know, we like to give respect. Hey, hey, a little respect yeah I like to give a little bit of respect. So so at the top of the show we're going to give respect and I got so look we don't often respect people that aren't related to the Raiders either, you know, directly being a member of the team or being the organization itself or a fan like, you know, people that are affiliated with or related to our show yes. somehow like a listener or a caller or whatever. Um, but in this case, we're going to give respect to somebody that has absolutely nothing to do with the Raiders. Other than when we met him, he looked at me and he said, nice Raider hat. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because when we met this guy, I was wearing my Raider hat. So I want to give respect to Taylor Lawan, who is the left tackle for the Tennessee Titans. And the reason I want to give him respect is that Matt, Matt, Jeff and I met, I can't talk tonight. Jeff and I met Taylor Last week, when we um, we jumped in to help the the bussing with the boys crew, yes, move their bus to a new undisclosed location, yes, and so we had a chance to meet Taylor, and you know when you meet. Uh, I would I'd call him like celebrity, but he's a pretty high profile guy high in the NFL
6: players. Yeah. Yeah. This
5: is the guy that's going to be blocking for his quarterback to throw to Julio Jones. Like it, the Tennessee Titans and Tyler Lewan are going to be a big deal this year. Absolutely. And so we got a chance. And so when you meet people like that, you sometimes look, you just never know what you're going to get. And when you have somebody that's that high profile, um, that high paid, that, you know, talented, they could have a tendency to have an arrogance about him or whatever. Not even the case. The nicest guy, Absolutely Other yeah. than when we met those legends, those Raiders and things. Oh, absolutely. Probably the coolest NFL player encounter,
6: yeah, they've ever yeah, had. Yeah, nicest, I, nicest guy. Abs- tell us, tell abs- more about what happened. Jeff. Absolutely agree with that. You know, I mean, you know, Taylor had had no idea that we were going to be there. Um, went to their new spot, uh, checked out where the bus was going to be parked. Uh, didn't have to be kind to us or anything didn't even know who we were didn't even know who we were walked up to murph and said hell of a raider hat dude I love it and walks up to me i shake his hand he goes oh that's a hell of a handshake bro <laughs> you know and you know and then you know was kind enough to sign a jersey for me and you know and it, me and murph and taylor and and that and the other the, other, other, host, the other host of, of busting with the boys uh you know were kind enough to take a picture with us but i mean dude Seriously, like one of the nicest guys ever. I mean like, I mean cutting you know, up for, with a, us, for like, a high profile yeah. multi-millionaire, the dude was super kind and was talking with us and chopping it up and all that stuff, man. Just, just a class act, man. I mean absolutely just absolutely amazing. And I mean I wish he was a Raider, dude. Yeah, I'll absolutely, tell you that, man. Yeah. The guys, the guy's incredible. You know, he he's he's men He's on the mend right now. Just uh, he tore his uh, ACL and MCL and all that stuff last year. But he's on the mend. Wish him a healthy recovery and stuff. Because he's just, I mean, just a great guy. Absolutely, man. man. That's easy guy to root
5: for. And uh, and yeah, so much respect to him. Also, too, while we were while we did that. Uh, when we moved the bus, um, there was a picture of, of you and I with, with the other host of the show. Yeah. And, uh, and it was cool. Our So much respect to our buddy, Raider Cody, also, because Cody put out a picture or put out a response to that picture that was on that guy's social media. Yeah. And he said, I don't know who that guy is in the middle. And we barely did, too. But, but he said, I'm, but I'm a big fur, uh, big fan of Murph and, and Swag Jeff. So thank you, Cody, for that, uh, yeah, that shout out on our social yeah. media, man. And much that other host that.
6: said he was a huge fan of us as well. Well, you know he is. Um, well, yeah, of course yeah. he is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Do we want to tell about how we almost crashed the bus? Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute.
5: Okay, we almost crashed their bus.
6: We almost crashed their bus. Like, well, maybe not. Maybe like, not a, no, we saved. No, let, well, let, let's let back up. Okay, back up. Okay, We saved the bus. Well, thank Bussing you. It's all the, about perspective. Bussin' with the Boys is a major podcast on the Barstool Sports Network. Uh, no free shout outs. We're not going to shout them out. Um, but uh, But great show. Great show, and uh, and so they called on uh, on on Raiders Fan Radio to Can help, help them us out. out.
5: We're local guys now, you know. We're 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 local guys, we're big dude. Raider fans, but we live in Middle Tennessee now, so we're, yep. we help so them they, out.
6: The, so they they you know threw up the bat signal, said we need help, Murph, Swag, Jeff, we need the bus moved, and so we hired a tow truck company. To come. And we got connections. We got a guy. We need a guy. We got a guy. We got a guy. We got a guy. So so we uh so yeah. So we we hired this crew. They come in, it was seamless. It was absolutely perfect. Put it up on the truck, took pictures with the other host of the show, uh, besides Taylor, and it was it was fantastic. And get it out there. They back it up to the thing. I mean, the the tow truck guy is a freaking pro, dude. He's on I mean, point, it dude. was like it's a little small two lane road, and he just swerves it in perfectly and backs it up and says, "Hey, you guys are gonna have to push it just a little bit to get it in because I can't push. I can't lay it all the way down into the shop." We're like, "Okay, no problem, man. That's great." Well, uh, so he we start he's unchaining everything and all that stuff. And uh, he said, "Okay, I'm going to start lowering it down." And so I'm standing behind. Murph is Murph is by one of the uh, one of the. Bus, I'm on like the uh, driver's
5: side uh, driver's window. side mirror.
6: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so he starts lowering it down, and all of a sudden, uh, starts flying down.
5: All of a sudden, I see the guy look up. His name's John. Shout out, John. Much respect, <laughs> John, who did an amazing job this day. Amazing job. I'll, I'm going to look at the camera. John's down here doing this thing, and all of a sudden he goes. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, uh, and I look up and in front of the of the bus that's on this like 45 degree angle coming off the flatbed ramp." Is the is the tow hook going ting
2: ting ting? Absolutely, and here comes
6: the bus. Absolutely, dude. And so I'm I'm right behind it. I'm right behind it. You know, making sure that it's not gonna. You know, I mean, because if it was lower and slow, if it started going one, one way or the other, we could holler and wave. Well, I started hollering and waving because the thing was coming at us at like yeah. 20 miles an hour. So behind so, us,
5: that there's another roll up door. Yeah, the roll up door is open. At the back is the whole production crew for for bussing with the boys. It's well, oh, no, excuse me. It's the other house guys Taylor and some other people and the and there's a it's a dock door so it's a four foot drop and then there's a Comcast truck. So I I turn around and I see that there's a Comcast truck and yep. they're all standing in front of it. And I'm so my first thought is Okay, well, they can move out of the way. The Comcast truck can't. So the Comcast truck is going to stop the bus from barreling out of the back. end Because this, like, this would be then the road on the backside is also going downhill. So if it's not for the Comcast truck, the bus might just go for like a mile it, yeah. and take out a bunch might of end stuff. up
6: at Nissan Stadium yeah. or wherever the hell it was so going. So I turn around and I go, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Yeah. And, and the other host fiance is there going, ah! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! And so me, you know, big big guy over here, yeah. I get behind the bus and I'm holding it, holding the bus. I'm holding the bus, man, and it's sliding me back. But I'm, it's like it's like you know, ot. It, it was our version of OTA. Yeah, dude. we're moving the sleds, we're dude. We're moving Move the, the sleds. sleds, man. So I'm holding it right there. Murph grabs a hold of the mirror and the bus, and he's holding the tow truck guy. The tow truck driver comes running around, and Adam he's, just he's panicking, so he grabs the lug nuts of the wheels. <laughs> I'm like, always oh like, gonna break his freaking wrist or yeah, something, dude. grabbing the lug nuts. So then, all of a sudden, it's an old bus. It's the grace of God. It's the grace. Seriously, te- dude, I'm not I'm even telling joking. you, man. God grabbed that bus and he stopped it because all of a sudden we're standing there when we're holding it and what's pushing us, and all of a sudden it screeches to a halt. Now, mind you, this bus has no engine, has no brakes, has no nothing, but this thing is rusted and all that stuff, and it just happens to catch. And it stopped. I think there's like the brakes were rusted or still engaged somehow or it's something. still engaged a little bit. So all of a sudden the bus screeches to a halt and we're all standing there. You know, some of them crying, some of them screaming, all that all stuff. All of our hearts. And like, it's like complete silence. Our hearts and, are doing I, this. Yeah. And before Taylor gets there, the other host is standing right next to me. And I said, well, at least we don't have to push the bus. <laughs>
5: <laughs> what? The best was, I go, so we still need to move it? And they're like, no, nah, man, it's good right where it's at. Right. <laughs> it's no one touch nobody, it. Nobody
6: ever touched this bus Never ever, again. ever again. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so, yeah, so it was a fun time. Uh, much respect to Taylor Lawan. Much, respect, Taylor uh, much respect to Taylor Lawan. Much respect to Taylor Much respect to Raider Cody. Uh, much yes. respect to the Bussin' with the Boys crew. Alex and the crew, awesome Alex and the dudes, crew, man. they're awesome yeah. guys. Yeah. Uh, no free shout-outs, but Alex has started his own uh, uh, marketing company yeah, man. and all that Celebrate stuff. Celebrate that, he's, man. Celebrate he's he's, he's he's helping other podcasters, and he's helping other people with social media, with production stuff and all that stuff. So, you know, we, we may even reach out to him. We may, yeah. you know, we're always all looking right. to grow, Absolutely. dude. We're all looking to do some stuff. So That's much right. respect to that entire crew, uh, as well as as the other uh, host of that show. That's well. right. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your cut boy that, cut that, that, cut Sorry, that, wrong, that. wrong one.
3: Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby.
5: Nice, Kevin the Raider nerd asked, "Was the Benny Hill music playing during this bus incident?" Yeah, no kidding. Yes, right? I wish we had better video. There's a little bit. Um, one there's of a the clip on their socials. Yeah, there's one a of the clip per- on
6: their socials where they're they're talking um, and they've got the other host behind the wheel right there, and he's kind of steering it up the up the tow truck, and uh, and then they clip to another one where the bus is coming down, and you see <laughs> a big old son of a bitch, <laughs> or son of a gun. And- <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's me running behind the thing, but yeah, it's uh, oh my
5: gosh. Yeah, so was, uh, unfortunately, they didn't have a camera on it as I it was know. coming off. That would have they been caught epic. Like the, they, they caught, caught the, the trail end, end of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would have been good. All right, oh, Jeff. Um, what? Excuse me. Goodness, Marsh told me that the reason that I burp so much, I didn't know this. He goes, "It's because you start talking so much." Like I, because I, 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 bur- I don't, I don't burp this much ever in real life. And and but I start. He goes because you're moving all your air around.
6: He's a theater guy, so really, yeah. And so he's like, I don't ever burp. You don't. I mean, only when I drink alcoholic beverages and I (laughs) and I, uh... which
5: I'm not saying, and
6: I'm not doing that. But yeah, well, that's more of a hiccup though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, right. Yeah. But uh no, no, that's yeah, I don't I we're don't g- do that. I don't do the hiccups. We're going to hear uh, from burps. We're going to hear some hiccups and burps actually. Oh, no way. Well, we oh, might, way. Somebody hey. might they,
5: We call that a tease in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> we might get to a little bit of tailgating too much, but first, Jeff, damn it, how long have we been doing this show for already tonight? Uh, we're at almost 45 minutes. Okay. So we're here at the top, at the of, the top of the show. The top of the show. Shut up. (laughs) Shout out the chat here at the top of the show and then let's talk about the Raiders OT. Hey, I guess I got an
6: idea, guys. Let's talk about the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, damn it. We don't talk about the Raiders, okay? So we got the Big Easy in there. Uh, we've got Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, Chevy Silver Raider, Pirate 1975, Yo, Boom, Yeah, Franklin 83, Lino, the full metal Mexican, Franklin 83, I said that already, uh, High Five Freddy, uh, hey Sugar Freddy. Shane. What's up? Uh, who else we got in there? Uh, Kevin, the Raider Nerd, the Mangus Boys, Uh Jesse Rodas. Uh, Who else we got in there? Hold on. I'm scrolling up. Jeffrey Arugelo. Or no. Arugelo. I don't know. Guayo, man. It's Guayo. It's Guayo, man. He's just another member of the Jeff Nation, dude. And uh, and a duet stream is in there. Adam Hill is in there. Michelle Sweat. I mean, who's Gosh, not so in many here? folks? Who's Thank you not so in many.
5: here, dude? Appreciate all of you joining us tonight. Kevin Raidernerd says, GNR at Allegiant Stadium." Yes, yes. the oh, first rock yes. concert. at Allegiant Stadium is going to oh be my. Guns N' Roses, dude. next month, dude. That's incredible. So cool, man. That incredible. I've never seen GNR live. I've been to a million. Have you concerts. not? No, and that's I've been to a lot of that rock concerts, sh- and that's that my era, me, dude. Well, that's
6: my era. That's you know your what I mean? era, but man. I can't believe you've never done that.
5: No, never seen seen Guns N' Roses. I would absolutely love to. But yeah, that's 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 awesome, man. Kevin, if you go like give it and 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 respect the guns and roses too i, I said we we're gonna talk about otas respect to guns and roses too um they did a logo their guns logo Dude, with the freaking raiders it's unbelievable with the raider shield and like that they're needs wearing to be a, a t-shirt yes it does it's it needs well to be you know it will be you know they'll be selling that at the absolutely but absolutely um yeah, so so cool that the GNR is going to be doing that, and the way that they celebrate the Raiders. Of course, and Axel's been known to wear his like Raider jerseys and stuff on stage Absolutely. and all that. So we know they're, they're they go back with the Raiders. Anyways, all right, let's get to OTAs. So uh, we're going to get to a lot of audio tonight on OTAs. Um, first off, let's check in. I'm just going to get right to it because we're already running long. Let's get right to it. Let's hear from. Uh, Somebody we don't hear a lot from, yeah. but somebody that we fell in love with his intensity at the draft, yes. and we are really digging his intensity as a player, and I think this is someone we're going to hear a lot more from this season versus uh, the season past, last year's rookie year, and I'm talking yes. about Amik Robertson.
7: OTAs, man, you know, it's not an experience. Everybody getting better. You know, most importantly, coming together as one as a team, that's most important. That's, we, that's the rate of coaching. But most importantly, man, you know, everybody coming together through OTAs, getting better, and... You know, and just, just learn the learn the new defense.
2: When one guy makes the interception, we all make the interception. Come on, come
7: on, Man, you got guys like that in the room, man, you don't have no choice but to elevate. Guys like John Abram, uh, you know, older guys like Ned Lawson, Mullen, you know, guys like that, older guys, older veterans. You got guys like that to set the tone in the room, everybody have to come every day to get better. Like, it's, it's no other way.
2: Take that. It's not out there. it is. Here we go, man. Let's go right here. Let's go,
8: fun. Getting out here and grinding with the guys. Working till that championship, man. Let's get it.
5: All right, there we go. There's Amik Robertson. I just, I love his intensity, man. And I think that we got a lot to look forward to. I'm really excited about our, our young secondary this year. Um, you know, I know that we all want to see the, you know, the electrifying plays early on. We want to see the early impact. You know, I, I get all that. And you want to, you know, you want to hear a lot from your draft picks early on, especially in their rookie seasons. But, you know, look, man, in, in, the, the, it's more uh, frequent occurrence that you draft players that have to develop, especially when they're not, you know, first round or even second round guys. Like, yes. you know, we heard Merrick there at the end of that clip. You know, he's going to be a guy that's going to impact right away. We would hope, uh, you know, season one by the you know, first handful of games. Yeah. We'll start to see Merrick have an impact. Mm-hmm. Guys like Robertson, they just need, they sometimes they need time. Guys like Ruggs, guys like, it just takes a minute. Abram, Absolutely. you know what I mean? It takes, it Absolutely. takes time. Well, it takes I- a couple of years, you know, so let's not get too wound up and in our feelings and all about PFF scores and all that stuff. Early on, like, let these guys mature yep, a little let bit. let them
6: develop a little bit. Yeah, and absolutely. I, and I
5: think that we're at a period of time where, you know, um, there. look, do guys like Damon Arnett need to become more established in, in, in year two? 100%. Absolutely. And if those things don't happen at that point after we've seen a body of work after two or three years even, right. can the, then at that point we become critical of players? Can at that point we become critical of Mike Mayock? Yes, but like this whole like rhetoric about like criticizing Mike Mayock now, I'm like easy with that. And we're gonna hear more on that in a minute. But yeah, like it takes
6: time, man. Absolutely. Well, and you know, and what I like about Amik Robertson, uh, and and what I liked about him from uh, from the start, as soon as we drafted him, he was he got emotional during his call.
2: Yeah, man. You
6: know, this guy, this guy wants to be a Raider. Um, He's hungry, and that's that's the kind of players that you want on your team, you know, whether or not you make an immediate impact in the league. You want a guy that's hungry and wants to play and wants to prove himself. And, you know, I mean, what more can you ask from a guy? Where'd he came from? Uh, Louisiana Tech yeah. or something like that? M- I mean, MTSU rival, man. MTSU rival, dude. So, you know, it's those kind of guys that, you know, you want to see because those are the guys that make key plays that, you know, when it's time for you to prove yourself, those are the guys that are going to step up in that place.
5: I cannot agree more. Yeah. Well put, Swag Jeff. All right, next up, let's hear from uh, uh, a star on the defense, or has quickly become that, and uh, that's our good buddy Max
2: Crosby.
6: Max. There's so many new moving parts to
9: this defense with guys that have brought in either through the draft or free agency. I'm just curious, how is the just getting to know your teammates and building some cohesiveness working on
3: Um, It's been awesome, you know, I I really like this uh, new rookie class, you know, everybody's super humble from uh, what I've seen so far and and ready to work, so um, you know, it's encouraging, you see everybody coming in for the for similar reason, you know, obviously it's very early, Um, we haven't even put pads on, we just started, you know, running around on the field together, so um, it's just about building the relationships right now, being in the building together and uh, continuing to grow and, you know, be on the same page. Uh, Yeah, it's awesome, you know, obviously you know with football the things you remember is the camaraderie you know at the end of the day Um, that's the things you miss the most so being in the building is is enormous Um, being just being around the guys you know it's not even the you know obviously the football parts very important learning the new system things of that nature but I think having that relationship off you know off the field um, is what helps us on Sunday so last year I feel like that was a big struggle for us a lot of guys were new coming in and just um, trying to learn and fit in but now you know we really have some time to really meet each other get to know each other and uh, be on the same page.
5: Thank you Max Crosby like Absolutely. that's what it's that's it right there It's exact sentiment that we were just professing about that like look it takes time it, like yeah there's so much to like I think a lot of times as fans because we can get caught up with seeing the like, the early success of, like, again, to use wide receivers as the example, of, like, what Jerry Judy did last year. Or what's the guy in, in, Justin in Minnesota? Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. You know, yeah. Like early success. Like, quick. Yeah, e- like Lamb. I mean, those C. guys made immediate right impacts. Yes. But for the most part, the 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 more, again, frequent occurrence is that it takes time to develop. And you got to remember, too, that, like, these guys are humans. And they're kids, effectively. Kids is, now as a 48-year-old man, I can call them kids. Yeah. Like, it's a whole new world. They're coming out of college. Yes. They're entering into the NFL. And
6: let's not forget, let's not forget what happened last year. Oh, there was a pandemic. Word. You know what uh, I mean? Thank you. So thank you know, you. So, and and you know, and and that even stretches far enough to say, let's include Jonathan Abram in that. Because Jonathan Abram was drafted in 2019, gets injured his first game out for the season so really you look at jonathan abram last year as as a part of the rookie class and oh there's a pandemic and oh we don't you know i mean i'm sure the meeting i mean obviously there wasn't fans in the stadium and all that stuff but to go even further i mean they're probably i mean the meetings were probably a little goofy and different and stuff like yeah, that was zoom everyone was all zoom and stuff so like this year is going to really be a telltale Amen, sign dude. of, you know, what this what these guys are going to bring to the table and stuff like that. Yeah, we can't forget that, and I think people do. I think they do too, man.
5: I, I think it's a little bit unfair in terms of the criticism. Now, look, if two years from now, if these players still aren't playing well and it's still, you know, we're 8 and. What
6: I guess the eight nine or whatever, yeah, uh, Then like, we can start calling for Jonathan. Fine, Abram. Yeah, we can start calling for Mabel to take twenty five instead of twenty four. Exactly. You know, you know Let, I mean? let's give the let's give the boy give a chance,
5: them, man. Give them a chance, man. Give these guys a chance. And I think that, and I'm so thankful for Max's comments there because look, you know, and here's the other thing too. And I don't disparage anybody's opinions because we come on this show to just spouse our own. Like that's what we do. We share Absolutely. our opinions about the Raiders, and all of your opinions are valid too. But I think that your opinion and my opinion is not as valid as Max Crosby's. like 100%. You know what I mean? He knows. He's in the building. He sees Absolutely. the way these guys are working. Absolutely. He sees the, the work ethic. He sees the dedication. He sees the progress. And so if his opinion is that it's going well, well, then I'm going to trust him more than I'm going to trust me or you or anybody else. Like, it's right. just, I'm going to take it from the word of the guys that are inside the building. 100%. You know what I mean? So, All right. So speaking of guys in the building, so here's a great example. Okay. Colt Miller got crushed. For his first year in the league. Every Raider fan on Twitter, Colton this, Colton that. It was a bust. It was a blah, 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 blah. Well, now, like, he's an absolute... He's a staple on our offensive line. Thank you. That's very well put. And, you know, and playing next to him is Richie Incognito, who is now the de facto leader of our freaking... 100 percent of our line if not one of the big leaders on our team like i think he's absolutely stepped into the shoes vacated by rodney hudson 100 so percent. you got Derek and richie are now your leaders on offense wouldn't be surprised to me if he's a captain this year yep i think that definitely that's something that you'll see incognito with a c on his chest at yep 37 years old yep but um but anyway so let's check in with with with, with richie and also with colton miller uh and kind of what their vibes are on otas
2: feeling good how you doing It's my job to keep those guys going, keep them hungry, keep them humble. You know, Coach Cable wants a very physical offensive line, and that's where I come
5: in. You know, I set the tempo every day in practice. I bring it every day, and you get out in the games. And I'm out there mixing it up, and, uh, you know, that energy is contagious. You
8: know, I think we have a good group. We're just going to continue to work hard together. We're going to continue to invest. I try to get together as much as I can with the younger guys. I try to get an extra work. Uh, I try to lead by example. Really excited to, to take this team to the next level, and I'm going to do all I can to do that.
5: I love that. All I hear on that, and, and look, and I'm a sucker for leadership. It's what I went to school for. It's my one of my passions in life. All I hear from that, from both of those guys, leadership, leadership, leadership. Yep.
6: And considering 100%. that we lost Rodney Hudson, like, I know... It's that, uh, a void that needs to be filled. Yes, thank you. And, you know, and for a guy like that, you know, a guy that, you know, I mean, came out of retirement to come and play for the Raiders, you know, all that stuff. I mean, yeah, you want a guy like that to step up. And, you know, I mean, and if Richie Incognito doesn't scream, I'm a Raider, you know, just by, you know, his demeanor, yes. his play, all that stuff, his entire career... I mean, I don't know what will, you know, I mean, he's he's a freaking Raider. dude. He's a
5: guy like 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 we were mentioned about Taylor. Yes, uh, or even a guy like Richard Sherman. There are some players that you watch and I'm like, man, I wish he was a Raider because I would like yes. I see the way that like, 100% we, the intensity and like the the quality of play first and foremost or, or maybe even equal to but that intensity that you see that like that's what was so synonymous with the Raiders yes. and the legacy that they built was on that like yes, we're going to play like hell, but we're also Going to be intense and be badasses and all those things, yeah. and, like, and or goofy and fun or whatever else. But like, right. you know what I mean. But like, I, I just see certain players, and I'm like, man, I wish he was on our team. And yeah. like, you know what I mean. And, and like, and I, yeah. the Richie and I, Richie was one of those guys. Richie's one of those for guys. those years. I was like, man, I would love to see him be a Raider. And now, sure enough, here we are. Got him late in his career, but we'll take it,
6: man. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And you know, and and like you said, with you know, a guy like Taylor Lewan, and yes, and Richie Richie Incognito is in that category as well. I mean, you want guys that, you know, it's it you you lead the team, but you make it a family. You know, you, where you can cut up with each other and laugh and all that stuff, but you know, but when it comes down to time, I mean, it, they're the guys that's gonna bust your ass if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. There you go. And, hold you, you accountable, know, man. Hold you accountable, dude. So, yes, 100 percent I, I absolutely agree with you on Right that.
5: on, man. Right on. All right. So let's um, so there's kind of our of our, our little bit of OTAs. Now let's talk a little bit more about the Raiders as a whole this offseason. So, you know, there's been a lot of criticism, like per usual. This is not new. Um, but the Raiders are, we're we're heavily criticized for their moves in the offseason. Sure. Um, not only for the draft picks, but obviously the
6: free agent acquisitions. Um, yeah, and what we were ranked? Are we about to talk about that? We, yeah, we were, go ahead, but say it. Yeah, one. Uh, I can't remember who said it because it doesn't. Peter effing, Peter it, King. It, or it doesn't effing from. matter uh, who said it. It but, just uh, doesn't it matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, he said that we had the worst offseason in the league. Oh well, that was a different guy. Who who uh, was that? So
5: Peter King had us at like twenty third. Um, this other guy had us in, uh, dead. Dead last, dead last at thirty-two.
6: Yeah, it was us at thirty-two, and like some chump
5: though from some weak thing. It wasn't like even though I don't like Peter King, I'm not a huge fan of him. He's a made man in sports journalism. Like he's been around. long freaking time. Sure. So his his opinion carries a little more weight than this
6: chump who I'd... I never heard of this I, Yeah, guy. I can't even remember who it was. But yeah, I said the worst... I mean, what? Come on. I mean, we it's got so Yannick stupid. Ngakwe. We got, you know, John Brown, you know, Casey Hayward. How is that worse than some of the other people? Or that didn't do anything. Or that didn't do you know anything. See what I'm saying? I'm like, or, or, you know, would you rather be in a position like us where we get those kind of guys? Or would you rather be the Green Bay Packers who was like, uh, yeah. our franchise quarterback doesn't want to play for
2: us anymore? Yeah. And Amen. we didn't get him any yeah. weapons. Or the Houston and we didn't Texans, do anything. Who
5: not only did he not want to play there, and oh, yeah, now maybe he can't because he's got you know, these uh, personal issues going on. Like, there are a yeah. lot of teams that are in a lot a of worse break, spots than the Raiders Give me this a offseason. Break, dude. I'm with you, dude. It's just, it's so stupid. And so it's like, and it, look, and if, and if, like, I would value that guy's opinion if it were critical of the Raiders' off season in, I don't know, 2014 or whatever else. Like maybe not right. that that one because that would be a, that's a bad one to pick. But like, you, you get what I'm saying though. That like if you can look at it in retrospect, like look back on it when you know how it played out. This whole idea of being critical of the team before you even you don't even know you have zero clue. What the Raiders are going to do this year instead to be critical of them in the offseason is the stupidest thing. That's like draft grades and all that other crap. I'm like, you freaking, like, it's just clickbait. That's all it is. And it's just a it meant is. to get pod show hosts riled up, as all these yeah. things do. And just another, another excuse for someone to slam the Raiders. That's and that's why I get butthurt about it because all they're doing is taking pot shots and this so we're getting ready to hear from PFT, which I never feature PFT because Florio, the, the, the guy that runs pro football talk and Peter King as well are notorious for being pot shotters at the Raiders right. from the national media. Right. There's also a lot of local media and beat writers that take pot shots at the Raiders, Tim Kawakami and a handful of others. Um, but in this case, Florio is one that does it. Now that said, I th- someone sent me this clip, and I thought it was fair. So, in the sense of fairness, because I'm so critical of people like Florio and okay. and, and, and that are that are in the national sports media, Mike Silver, et cetera. I figured, well, okay, let me return with a with a uh, since they're having a fair comment, let's play this fair comment and discuss. So as I mentioned, Peter King's got the Raiders at 23rd overall for the for this past offseason. Well, I don't agree with that number. I think the discussion around this afterwards is fair. So let's check in with Florio and Peter King.
9: Raiders, you've got them at 23. Now, here's my question. If they finish in the 20s and thus don't make it to the playoffs for the fourth year of John Gruden's return four for four no playoffs is that enough for Mark Davis to make a change or does John Gruden get a chance to go five for five no playoffs
10: Mike you know all I know is this you know, Gruden in three years coaching the Raiders has six fewer wins than Jack Del Rio had in his three years coaching the Raiders.
5: Boom. Now that's a freaking bombshell. That That should get your attention. Absolutely.
10: Now, obviously, I don't think Gruden is going to be in trouble uh, if they win six games this year. But it's going to cause Mark Davis to really start thinking. And not just about uh, John Gruden, but about Mike Mayock. Yeah. And, you know, Mike Mayock's draft picks have to do better. That's all there is to it. And you know, I look at this not necessarily as absolutely joined at the hip, but this is a, this is a year the Raiders have to show progress, and these these uh, you know these disappointing defensive first round picks like Cleveland Furl, uh, like Damon Arnett especially, you know they have got to start making plays this year, and they've got to start showing that they deserve to be top 20 picks and it's one of the reasons like when everybody looks at Alex Leatherwood this year and and you know when I wrote uh, you know a week ago or so that uh, I thought that the Baltimore Ravens did not have uh, you know the, the word was that Las Vegas was worried about the Ravens jumping up to pick Alex Leatherwood and so they didn't want to trade down And I believe that the Ravens did not even have him in the top two rounds of this draft. So, again, who knows what to believe and what not to believe. But what I'm saying is Mike Mayock right now has not earned the benefit of the doubt on Alex Leatherwood. And look, for his sake, because I I really like Mike Mayock, I hope Alex Leatherwood works out. But the reason why everybody is dubious about Alex Leatherwood is not just because... He was picked higher than everybody thought that he would be picked, but because of the record um, of the Raiders' draft choices early on. I think if they don't
9: make the playoffs this year, it's a given that Mayock is out. I think he was in more danger than anyone realizes ending the 2020 season. Gruden just wasn't sure who he would replace him with. Gruden's got more time. Gruden's got more equity with Mark Davis because Mark Davis views Gruden as his buddy and it's going to take a lot for that relationship to implode. So, look, if it was any other coach in any other city in any other circumstance, he'd clearly be at the top of the list of guys on the hot seat this year.
5: All right, so look, look, again, I don't care for normally either one of these guys. Um, Used to like Peter King quite a bit, now much less than than previously because of – but – I don't feel like this is pot-shotting. I feel like this is fair criticism. and yes. And, and what, here's where I think that we're at, is that we've been screaming this all offseason, that the importance of this upcoming year for the Raiders, this season upcoming, is going to define careers in a way that, and, and I know, and Mosh gets on me about this, but he's like, but yeah, but every year is really important. And I don't disagree with that notion, but I think that when you look at career legacies, Legacy of Mark Davis, the legacy of John Gruden, the legacy of Mike Mayock, the legacy of Derek Carr. These things are now come to a head where if the Raiders are unsuccessful this year, here's what we have to accept. All these talking heads were right. right. And that's that sucks like. Because, look, everyone's against the Raiders. Always, it's us against the world. It always has been, and it always will be. That fact won't change. But what will change is that the narrative that these people are continually promoting, that Mark Davis is inept, John Gruden can't coach anymore, Mike Mayock was... was he, it can't was, draft. He can't do it because he came out of the booth. Derek Carr is capable of winning a big game. Yada, yada, effing yada. All right. of that stuff becomes true if the Raiders can't win. And so here's where I'm saying, Raider Nation, I can't stress this enough. I seriously, dude, think in the modern era of the Raiders, this is the most important season, at least in the last, I don't know, like seriously, since... Since John Gruden's departure and our failure in the Super Bowl, say, I was about to say, since it, then, this, is
6: this is the this is most the most important in tw- season, right? It's the most important season, I think, in the last twenty years. Uh, I absolutely believe that. Uh, yeah, because you know, I mean, you can look at a guy like Mayock and say, you know, the same thing that you would say about a, a wide receiver that you've drafted. Give him a couple years to develop. Year three is really important. You know, is this guy for real or is it just is it a bust? So, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, you – look, Al Davis said it best. Just win, baby. Just just win. Just win, man. Just win, dude. Because you win, you quiet everybody. And I'm talking to John Gruden. I'm talking to Mike Mayock. I'm talking to Derek Carr. I'm talking to Henry Ruggs. I'm talking to all 53. Abram's. Burnett. come on, guys! You know, I mean, Mariota. I'm talking to you too, <laughs> <laughs> Bleedy Ray Wilson, Bleedy Ray Wilson, who we just signed. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. I'm talking. We're talking to everybody. Just win. Shut the critics up, because. You're absolutely right, and they're absolutely right. Because if we if this season ends up mediocre, you know, another eight we, and eight season, or we closely, or, well, we, I guess we, we can't finished, ever be eight and eight again. No,
5: but watch us finish ten and seven, narrowly miss the playoffs. The nar- the Raiders will promote the narrative of, oh yeah, we just got better. But in the meantime, we still haven't made the goddamn playoffs, and it's so it's like now we're in this weird world no, where it's you know, like, oh yeah, well we got better, but. Yeah, but you're still not in the conversation in the postseason, and that is, bold. dude. I'm telling you, yeah. I'm
6: fired up about this season, man. I make mean, the playoffs. Just this make the goddamn playoffs, Raiders. This, yeah, yeah that's. That, I mean, that's plain and simple. Make the playoffs. I mean, win the freaking, Super Bowl. But yes, we all like, want them to go seventeen zero no, this year and make the win the Super Bowl and all that. But yes, make the playoffs. Even if it means a first round departure, make the playoffs. Let Derek Carr play an effing playoff game, and
5: then you can crush him. And then you can. Then if he throws two picks and uh, and 150 100%. yards and Get no touchdowns, there. then and once he's in the playoffs, then you can annihilate him all
6: you want because he'll have earned that. Get him to the dance. Get him to the dance. Get him to the dance, man. Because I'll tell you what, Derek Carr was a playoff quarterback last year. Plain and simple, Amen, dude.
5: Because plain we know, and, and that's the thing is that we know that once he gets to that dance, he's not going to throw two picks in 150 yards. He's going to throw for 400 yards and three goddamn touchdowns. Absolutely, that's what right. Derek Carr is going to do in his first playoff defense.
6: Game. Hello, let's go, man. Let's, let's step, step it go. up, dude. Let's step it up. Get DC four into the playoffs, and everybody is quiet. And quiet is good. We like quiet. We like quiet. We like quiet. But you. They missed the playoffs for all four of Gruden's season. You said four, right? Yeah, and we're heading into Derek's eighth year. Yeah, he's not. Getting he's had any one younger. winning season, one winning, one winning season, one winning season, and one five hundred season, and everything else has been losing. <sighs> and it's not because of him. I'm telling you, look, this time last year, this time last year, you and I had a show, had a what I guess uh, rundown. We did a rundown, and we talked, and we both talked about the, you know, the uh, the ten and six season that we always do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. The season that we always predict, and both of us had Marcus Mariota coming in for Derek Carr and winning a bunch of games. Well, that ain't gonna happen. I love Marcus Mariota; he's my boy. You know, if I meet him, I would literally melt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? Yeah.
6: You know, but. But, you know, D.C.'s our guy, man. D.C.'s our guy. Get him to the freaking playoffs, and everything is quiet. But miss the playoffs? John Gruden, you missed the playoffs four years in a row, and you're, you know, welcome home party or whatever the hell this is. A lot of people are going to look at you. You know, Mike Mayock, you have three losing seasons in your first three years as, as a GM. You know, now that Cleveland Farrell pick is not looking very good, uh-uh. and some of these other picks aren't looking very good. You're on the hot seat, bruh. You might be out. Uh, Mike, or Mike, De- uh, uh, I, yes, I'm
5: with you, dude. I hear yeah. it in you. I hear it in you, and I hear, and I, I feel it in the chat. And, uh, and, and yeah, man, I feel it in all of Raider Nation, man. Like this, look, and again, and that's, that's just the representation of the team on the field and relevance in terms of making the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And by the way, it's our first season with fans at our new stadium. One hundred percent. What's week I don't even know what, what the exact schedules are, but like let the Raiders have a losing season at the midpoint. And play a home game in Allegiant Stadium and see what Raider Nation does to you. Yeah, I know we got the glitz and glamour of of, of Vegas, and we're all going to be on a on yeah. our on our Raider honeymoon and all that stuff yeah. in
6: Vegas and all that because that, that Raider Nation club is going to be a little sad. That
5: crap's going to wear off really effing fast yep. if the Raiders turn in a turd this year. One hundred percent. I'm telling you, man, it's important. It's man, such, this a is huge such a huge season. season, such a huge season. All right, so enough of our raven and ranting. Um, let's check in with one more um, kind of. Uh, off season report. Let's check in with um with one half of Drake and Josh. Okay. And that is uh the Kenyon Drake. And
6: I like Kenyon Drake, man. I like Drake. I like, I like Dra- the one-two punch, dude. It's so good, right? Like I That's love that all the there's there's been a ton of, of one-two punches in the league. And I think this is one of the best, you know, I mean, being from middle Tennessee, you know, I always think of Chris Johnson and Lendell White, you know, that smash and dash, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But both of these guys have a similar game and I'd like it. So, you know, so or for you, Raidery, it's it's Tyrone Wheatley and Zach Crockett, you know what I mean? Or even Charlie can You can make 100
5: percent. You know what I mean? That that double dose of, yeah. a, of running so Josh back. Josh Jacobs needs a break or Bo and know? Marcus Allen. How about that one? Oh, yeah. OK,
6: great. No ever.
5: Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I love this idea of like having Kenyon be the short yardage guy. Also, he's an incredibly talented
6: pass receiver. Absolutely, we're even talking about him playing wide receiver at some point. Yeah, I don't even look at him as a as a as a short down back. I mean, he's just he's just so he's powerful just, though, he's man. Just, yeah, he is, he is, but he's a thousand yard rusher, dude. That's true. And so he's a a thousand, Josh is powerful
5: too, man. It's, I it's, know,
6: dude. This is so be that's awesome. what I'm saying. It's Josh Jacobs and Josh Jacobs in the backfield. You know what <laughs> I mean? I mean, Well, or
5: Josh Jacobs with better hands. Drake's got better hands than, sure. than, than Jacob. Sure. But anyway, so um, so let's check in with with Kenyon Drake. And uh and, and so I've got let me see Let we find this here. And then also you're gonna hear a little bit of John Brown uh on the on the back end of this. Okay. And uh, this is look. I'm not making this the Derek show, but look, he's our quarterback and we want to celebrate him. They're talking about the, you know, who Derek Carr is, not only as a football player, but a human being and how much they
8: like him. Derek Carr is very cerebral. Um, obviously, he's been in this office for a, for a while, this league for a while. Um, arm strength is uncanny. Um, real, real just keen leadership uh, skills. It co- really commands uh, the, the attention and respect of everybody in the huddle once, you know, we get in there, but also as a real. Um, chill, laid back guy. Been to his house, met his family, uh, had you know uh, like a cookout with him and a few other teammates. He's just a real open, uh, you know, person, and uh, definitely uh, respect the guy and uh, want to continue to uh, see how far we can uh, take this ride this year. Hey. He's a man of God, and you know that's one thing I definitely respect about him. Come on, and, hey, man. Um, that's what I love. But you know, just his work ethic. You know, and the things he continues to do for this offense, he's just—you know—he's just a great person all around.
5: All right, there we go. You kind of cut short. That's not—that was not me. That's from the the, the video itself. But uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously acknowledging—you uh, know—his faith, which we love. Yes, uh, we love that about Derek Carr. Yeah,
6: and you know what? And and the guys that you know the the car—it's—it's it's always funny. It's two different groups. It's the car haters and the car stands. Yeah, he's very polarizing. You're either one or the other. You're either one or the other. But let me give you a stat. Okay. Let me give you a stat. There's only three quarterbacks in each of the last two seasons that have thrown 400 yards in less than 10 interceptions. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. Let's go, dude. I mean, come on, dude. Come on. What what more do you freaking want, man? I mean, That's the the company you want to keep right That's the company that you want to keep. That's the NFL elite. And, you know... I'm Absolutely. telling you this time last year we had we had our doubts. We had our yeah. doubts. I oh, mean yeah. we Fair had our doubts. Is. You know, I mean but I mean the dude has proven himself. Proven himself and this time twenty twenty was a good year for him, 2020 man. Twenty twenty was an incredible year for him. And if hit and if his defense was just a little bit better we be talking. I mean, we wouldn't be talking about. Or is John Guden never going to make yeah, the play? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I mean, we
5: were almost there. Anyway, we almost swept the Chiefs, y'all. Like, like, listen, we 100%. were one hundred percent three points and like twenty eight seconds away from sweeping the freaking Chiefs this 100%. year. One hundred percent. Like, come on, man, we're not that far off. I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer of that. Yep. Um, right, hey, I want to shout out uh, and give respect to Aaron Crocker in okay. the chat. Uh, I, I believe he's the one last week from Australia. That oh, I, I nice. missed, I missed uh, calling him out, and so I want to, I want to definitely, uh, I love it, r- respect that. And so we got, we got damaging Scotland in there. Yeah, we got Australia in there tonight. Uh, amongst our normal chat, worldwide, do, dude, worldwide, man. So we appreciate you, love it, uh, checking in, and uh, you know, so down there in Australia, eh, they've known to tip a few back. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason Foster's yeah. comes in an oil to say, can. Yeah, that's Foster's Australian yeah. for beer. Yeah, that's the reason that it comes <laughs> in that giant can. Absolutely. You know, they like to tip them back. in. you know, we all kind of like to tip them back every ro- once in a while around here. Well, sometimes you tip them back a little too much. And at a Raiders tailgate, Jeff,
6: it's a, it's it's almost expected. It's almost it's pretty rampant. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, we've the, been the, there. We got we got a little turn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get a little lit,
5: bro. We've bruh. been known to do that. We've been known yeah. to do that at Raiders tailgate. Absolutely, you know. Join the food, join the company, join the adult beverages in the parking lot before you head into the game. So there's a segment around here that we do called tailgating too much. If you're it's my new to favorite show. ever, you like this one. It's I my think, favorite. I think I might have gone top rope with this one. Okay, this might be one of the best tailgating too muches we've ever done. All right, all right. So let's. Do, so we love you, Kenyon Drake, but I'm sorry because. You were tailgating too much. So we're gonna pick on Kenyon Drake. <laughs> he turned up one too many fosters at the Aussie uh freaking Aaron Crocker Raiders tailgate uh before his press conference. And so let's check in with Kenyon Drake when he's been tailgating too much.
8: Their car is very cerebral. Um, Obviously, he's been this offense for a a while, this league for a while, Um, arm strength is uncanny, Um, real, 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 just keen leadership uh, skills and really commands of it. The attention and respect oh, no. of everybody in the huddle once. You know, we get in there, but also is a real, um, chill, laid-back guy. Been to his house, met his family. Oh, no! Uh, had, you know, uh, ah. like a cookout with him and a few other teammates.
4: Oh,
2: my gosh! Yeah. Oh, my gosh! Oh, Kenyon, oh, no, yeah, dude.
6: Man. Hope you weren't doing that at DC's house. <laughs> oh
2: Jeez, bro. God.
6: Holy hell!
2: Oh my gosh! Uh, All right,
6: Jeff, That's
0: this
5: the thing. best. let thing
2: take us the break. Hey, uh. Scott, former Los Angeles Raiders, yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out, it's Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> What's up? It's Brockman from The Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tufo from The Rich
5: Eisen Show. Nice. You're listening to Murph and Mosh
2: on and Radio. Radio, Band Band Radio. Yes!
6: <laughs> Uncle Mosh, you're the smartest man alive. Patrick
1: Clayborn
5: with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag?
8: Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio.
5: Oh, my gosh. All right, so we've got, we're going long tonight, uh, so I'm going to – uh, we're gonna unfortunately have to take our dark side of football segment and move that. to It's next gonna be show. so good though. It's gonna be so good, and I don't want to rush through it. So I, I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to move through it too quickly. Yeah. So um, let's just do this because this show. Okay. So I'll just set it up a little bit so you know what I'm talking about. So on the Vice Channel, okay, they do this show called Dark Side of the Ring, okay, that Mosh has told me about, yes, and it's about. At-
6: it's yeah, like behind kind of a, the scenes stuff and all, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So they do like
5: Chris Benoit and like any of the yes, like darker yes. side of, of wrestling. Well, they started a new one called the Dark Side of Football, and so like the third episode ever of the Dark Side of Football is titled "Once a Raider, Always a Raider." Love it, and it's freaking awesome. If Love you have it. a chance to watch this Raider Nation, go seek it out on Vice Channel. You can even find it online, and you can enter in your you know your cable provider uh, credentials or whatever and you can watch it online go watch this thing we'll talk about it in depth on the next show because again yes. i don't want to i don't want to move on from it too quickly tonight and i've got a lot of sound bites from this thing yes but i'll play you the first one so we'll, we'll call this a teaser i'll play you the first one here's the intro to the show after this intro jeff go ahead and hit the sea of fans music and then let's move into that segment but check this out raider nation this will get you fired up
6: If you talk about the underdog, the outlaw, the the pirate
5: mentality, nobody embodies that more than the Raiders. You could actually see the decal on the helmet,
2: which was swords and a pirate. They would take your head off. They would decapitate you. They were out to break bones.
5: That was love at first sight, baby.
8: The Raiders are more than just a team. What was it like to be a Raider? Once a Raider, always a Raider is one of our sayings. They're a state of mind. Raider Nation means a brotherhood. Raider Nation is power. The fans are Rebels in a way to where it's us against the world. Their mantra, just win,
10: baby. If you won for Al Davis on Sunday afternoon, he could overlook almost anything that happened the rest of the week. Became a license to
8: break rules.
2: They were coming for you. They were going to do it by any way that they could to make sure that they got the desired result. And as long as the Oakland Raiders had the bigger number, that was like the only thing that mattered. And sometimes...
10: When Romanowski signed with the Raiders, he had that old time Raider thing of screw the rules and let's go kill people.
8: Break more than rules. Marcus went down holding in his eye and and then we later heard that he had a fractured orbital bone and that was the end of his career. It's what the Raiders call. I wasn't
11: gonna take shit from anybody. Their commitment to excellence. This is a game of respect. And if you're gonna let somebody punk you, They will punk you right out of this league. I never let
0: somebody punk me in the NFL. Isn't
5: that cool, dude? Yeah, I kind of got chills a little bit, dude. It's legit, dude. It's so good. And I can't wait to share this with you all. And I apologize. We're going to keep it uh, off this week. But we'll just say this. This will be a good opportunity for you all to go and see it. Before we talk about it on the next show, one hundred percent. All right, so there it is. It's Dark Side of Football, Vice Network. Yeah, the episode title is "Once a Raider, Always a Raider." Absolutely.
6: So, Murph, yeah, you uh, you missed a segment. I missed a segment, man. You missed a segment. Call me out, and it's and, and it's a it's a big one, dude. It's kind of something we need to talk about. Uh, yeah, we're only talking about the greatest Raider coaches of all time. Okay, let's do that. So we're let's t- do that. So we're talking about um, the greatest Raider
5: coaches of all time. And, the, and I sorry to shift gears, slam them on you guys like this, but um, we were sent an article this week um, by uh, well, we didn't, we weren't sent it. I found it online. Uh, it was somebody sent me the link and the the. Um, it was by Raider Maven. Yeah, Raider Maven. Which is a Sports Illustrated website. And the gentleman that runs that is Hondo Carpenter. Okay. You've heard Hondo on Raider Cody's show a handful of times. Uh, yes. And this and so they do like great Raiders content throughout the course of the year. And the latest article that they have out are the greatest Raiders coaches of all time. We talked about with our good friend QB Jeff last week about the greatest Raiders quarterbacks from raider maven well here we are once again with the list of greatest raiders coaches and uh, the author of this article is tom lamar and so i thought this was fascinating because it did not go the way that i thought it would go okay um so i'm gonna let's ask the chat room here so chat room shout them out swag jeff and then let's give them a chance to answer this give us who you think your greatest Raiders' coaches are one through five, one through five. Like, go deeper than the obvious one of John Madden, go one through five, but call him out, Jeff, and then let's give him a chance. Yeah, we to got answer.
6: Aaron, the Q Dog Raider, Lena, the Full Metal Mexican, Aaron Crocker, Damage Inc., Raider Nation Scotland, Big Easy, high five, Freddy, Tyrone Grave, Sugar Shane, Daniel Mangus, Matthew Mangus. Uh, who else we got in there? Kevin, the Raider Nerd. Uh, who else have we got in there? I'm scrolling up. Greg Salas is in there. Dell Juniors in there. T3 Sports guys in there. Uh, yeah, we I mean, we've got we've got a ton of people and a bunch of people. That, a few people I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. So man. yeah, absolutely. Uh, so so yeah, we turn to you. Who who's your uh, who's your top five? Uh, Kevin the Raider nerd. Tom Flores is number one. High five fr- High five, Freddie. Tom Flores number one. Ron the Mater, Matt... Ma- there we go. You got it. Ron the Mater Raider, <laughs> Madden number one. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, uh, Australia is Australian for beer. Uh, yeah. So a lot of people, I mean, obviously Madden and Flores, I mean, one and one A. Madden and Flores. You know it, it, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it, it goes without saying. That's pretty easy. And that's where, like,
5: okay, so I said that this was fascinating to me. And, and yes, one and two are Madden and Flores. Like, that's easy. Like, I mean, it's yeah, just, When absolutely. you look at what... At what when Super you, Bowl winning coaches I mean plain and simple legacy. Like, you know, John Madden's like his, 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 his winning percentage, you know, everything, like everything is just, it's, it's incredible. And then of course, Tom Flores. Yeah. For all the reasons. Danny Muggins
6: says, uh, Jack Del Rio.
5: <laughs> yeah. 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 Where's Dennis Allen on this list? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, Tom, uh, not Tom Walsh. Uh, where's North Tom, Turner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, but yeah, so it's obvious, and, and we've rhapsodized enough lately about Flores and, and especially Madden two over the years that you, you if you don't know, then like go go look it up. <laughs> like, right, you need to know if you call yourself a Raider fan and you don't know why Madden and Flores are one and two, uh, then yeah, just just do more research on it. Not doesn't make you a bad fan. Yeah. It just means Madden we, isn't
6: just the the video game guy.
5: Exactly, he's he, the
6: greatest Raider coach of all time. Amen, amen.
5: So okay, now here is where it gets interesting. Okay. So let's see what the chat has to say. Yes. I want to know how many of you would have John
6: Gruden in the next three. Right. So, okay. So, so Tyrone Graves has in this order, Flores, Madden, Art Shell, Gruden, and Al Davis. Uh, Okay. Interesting. Big Big Easy has uh, Madden, Al, Flores, Gruden, Rauch. Okay. John Rauch makes an appearance. Okay. Absolutely. So uh, let's see. Uh, Any other ones in there? T3 Sports Guy. Uh, T3 Sports Guy. Madden, Flores, Del Rio, Gruden, Davis. Okay, interesting. I love it. All right, so here's where... He has Del Rio as the third greatest coach of all time for the Raiders.
5: uh, You know, look, it's his opinion, so he's not wrong, but, man, I I don't know if I see it like that. I don't know if I mean, but but it's fair. I mean, considering... That he turned us around and brought us to the playoffs for the first time since John Gruden. Yeah. Like, that's a fair argument to, it's to be made Absolutely a him. fair argument. Um, okay. So, Fisher in there, F Fisher 55. He says, Al Davis turned the Raiders around. Yes. And in Al Davis, who was our coach for only uh, just a few years yeah, three years, right? Al Davis from 63 to 65, he's got number three on the list. And okay. I think that would you consider that? Al was the general manager and the coach, and turned the Raiders from a floundering.
6: How many, how many people have done that? How many people have been a coach and well, a GM? Belichick, you know what I mean. There's, there's in modern yeah, I mean, day terms, like yeah, but like I mean, official.
5: I mean, there's a handful. Is there? Yeah, there's a handful. I mean, I don't, I, I couldn't quote you on it. Uh, you know, yeah. on everybody over the years, but like Ditka. You know, okay. was one. You know, for okay. the Bears, like there's, there's, there's a handful of that. When you when you climb to a certain prominence, you know what I mean. Look, you know, effectively Gruden is. You know what I mean, or was. Sure. You know what I mean at one point. You know, kind of
6: still is. It kind of
5: still is. You know what I mean. But mm-hmm. like, but yeah, by title they have Mike Mayock. But like, but in terms of like, so by title. um, and I'm trying to think of who else off the top of my head. Like, uh, I'll, I'll come back to you on that because that's yeah. a great question. Belichick's the easy answer. Sure. That's the most obvious yeah. one of the of yeah. the modern era. High five,
6: Freddie says. Uh, Madden Flores, Gr- uh, Davis Gruden, Del Rio as well. Uh, the Full Metal Mexican, uh, Davis Madden Flores, and then nobody named Kiffin. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent
5: <laughs> truth. All right, so so Davis is third on the list, and okay, I, that's a tough one to argue against. Because, well, yeah, yeah he's because the godfather. he's freaking Al Davis. You know what yeah, I mean? Even absolutely. though it was only for, but here's what, um, here's what I think is important about Al Davis is that he kind of continued to be the coach even after he stopped being the coach by title.
6: Yeah. So I think that's significant and I think that's fair to put. yeah Miguel Ruiz says, uh, uh, he puts Al Davis ahead of Flores. Well, see, that's where it gets tricky. Cause I,
5: I, I would too, but not on the field. Like on the field sense, if we're going strictly head coach, it's got to be Flores. but like but I, what I've always said is the catch on Flores, and you could argue this frankly for any of the Raiders coaches aside from Gruden, that Al Davis was always the mastermind, right. Yes, John Madden was huge, no pun intended in the in the formation of you know the Raider mentality and the mystique and all that stuff. But it really genesis of it was Al. Same right. thing with Flores, same thing with all these guys. So it's hard to not put Al, frankly, as number one. Like right. if you're not gonna if you're gonna move Al on the list, you just move him to the top and yeah, say, Well, it's because well, he was the, he the, was the GM freaking archetype. The, he the, the, was the
6: GM and coach for A long time. That's what he was the GM and coach when Madden was there. He was the GM and coach when Flores was there. He was the GM and coach the first stint with Gruden, with Art Shell, with with, John Rock, everybody, everybody.
5: So and that's where I say that like and that's where it gets tough and that's where like and every once in a while Jeff I'll catch some flack people will say like oh he's always like you know he he uh, you know Murph never never gives enough credit to Flores like and I'm like because my my the reason why is that when Flores didn't have Al Davis. He wasn't very good. Like his record is terrible without right. Al Davis. Right. Where when we look at John Madden, well, we never saw a body of work for John Madden when he wasn't under Al Davis. So I don't have a reference point. All sure. I know is what he did when he was a Raiders coach. Yeah. So it's, that, that's where I, 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 if there's any criticism to, and I don't want to beat up on floors any bit, cause he, man, he's got, man, going to the hall of fame. He's nice like, man, I don't dude. want to turn that into this conversation, yeah. that into this conversation, but like, but that's why. And so, and same thing you could say for for, for John Rock and you could say for Shell and everybody else. Right. Like, Al was like the arc, he was the freaking, the overarching brain behind everything. He had right. his hands in literally everything. Right. The reason John Gruden left the first time was because he was beginning to overshadow Al Davis. So Al traded him away. Right. Like, so that that's why it's hard, okay? So anyway, so all that said, if you're going to move out on the list, you move him to number one. If you're right. not going to do that, I think three is fair.
6: I think three is very fair.
5: Three is fair. Madden, Flores, uh, Al Davis. Now, here's where it gets interesting even again. John Rock, 66 to 68. John Rock... Is they have him at four. Number four. Okay. So here's your next one on the list, John Rock. Now, where I totally support this is that we as prisoners of the moment in the internet age, don't have the access to the AFL Raiders like we do whatever era of the Raiders of recent. Okay. The Raiders of the AFL were one of the most dominant, badass, innovative teams that has ever existed in the history of football. They are up there with the Cleveland Browns, the Chicago Bears. And I'm talking about old school, like forties and fifties, the green Bay pack. Like, in terms of, like, innovation and things that they did to literally define what this league has become, that's what the AFL Raiders were. 100%. And this dude was their freaking head coach. Right. So... Now, Al Davis fired John Rock because he didn't win the Super Bowl when they, when we played those Green Bay Packers. Uh-huh. And so Al Davis got rid of his ass and he hired John Madden. But still, John Rock was the head coach during Daryl LaMonica, Warren Wells, Ben Davidson, Jim Otto. Like you're talking about the legends of like Art the Powell. old. Our, thank you. You're going back a ways with, with him. And so I think that it's very fair to credit him, although he was unceremoniously dismissed. Because he didn't win the Super Bowl, right? Because Al was what? Just win, baby. You didn't. You came in second place. Yep. You know what I mean? If you ain't first, you're last. There you go, Ricky Bobby. You know? Don't you put that evil on me? Absolutely. Right. So I think that's a fair spot for John Rock, number four. Like, but I don't know. Like, I don't know how you leave Gruden off this list because number five is Art Shell. Okay. So now here's where like I love like looking at this list. When I first saw the, the headline of it, I wouldn't have thought Art Shell. I would have never have put Archell on the list. I'd okay. have put Gruden there at number four or five with right. Rock uh, at, at either one. Okay? Right. But when you read the article, and here's what a good journalist will do to you. A good journalist will shed some light on something or to bring a wa- a, 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 a bring about an awareness that you didn't previously have. This is why journalists that live on Twitter and their 140 characters and their BS and their freaking clickbait junk and all that stuff, this is why I have such a hard time. Not, I won't make it a thing bigger than the as a media as a whole, but sadly, we have fallen into this notion to where it's pot shot it's one-liners it's this it's that guy like hondo or and, and in this case it's tom lamar the, the author here really brings to light some very critical points about art shells coaching career that are very salient and i think important and 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 really sold me on this they're like no john gruden does not belong on this list okay it's art shell belongs okay. at number five because art shell did a lot of the same things for the African-American community that Tom Flores did for the Hispanic community. Sure. So, and there's a lot of responsibility and weight that comes with that. And when you are then prove how worthy you are to that position and find success when when Art Shell turns around the Raiders in the 90s, and if not for Bo Jackson going down with a broken hip against the Bengals, the Raiders freaking probably roll deeper through that playoff run and ultimately not just that season, but beyond that season. Right. And I think that when art shell was literally had the weight of not only his community, but returning the Raiders to a relevance that we hadn't seen since he was a player. And so when you take the importance of that moment and the importance of that, that he took, you know, in Los Angeles, all the things that were surrounding that, the importance of that era and then kicked ass. Right. Like, uh, that and that's basically what the article lines out. Tom Lamar lines out, and I agree. And it changed my mind. I was like, you know what? He's right. It's not yeah. John Gruden. It's freaking Art Shell. Gruden's clearly six. Oh, I, I think. Yeah. And if anything, I'm swapping out Gruden for John Rock because of like Gruden did bring some innovation, did bring his West Coast offense, did bring a lot of things to the early two thousands. Right. And I'm rambling at this point, but if you clear, I, I'm passionate about the Raiders' history. I loved. This article. So much respect to Hondo. Yeah, much respect to Tom. Great job. Check out Raider Maven, man. Read their stuff. And Jeff, I've spoused all my opinions. Give me yours, and then after that, then definitely take us to see a fans.
6: Yeah, you know, I, I, I mean, I mean, we're on the same page, dude. You and me. You know, I mean, I, yes, I think, uh, I think John Gruden might be that number four or five spot. Uh, but no, I think this list was great. And their, their reasoning behind it was even better. You know, they, they didn't just say, this is my list because this is how I feel. I mean, they spell it out. And when you read it, you're like, oh yeah, you're absolutely right. So, uh, yeah, and
5: shame on me for not considering those things.
6: Absolutely. That was the other
5: thing I'm like, oh. Well, why didn't I think of, why I think why of that? Why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Absolutely.
6: Absolutely. So, yeah. no, it was it was a great article. If you haven't read it, check it out. Uh, Raider Maven, the best. Uh, it, I, I think it was spot on. I Excellent. think it was absolutely spot on. Excellent job. Absolutely. Yep. absolutely. Let's go to the fan. All right.
7: Good luck to you.
4: There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's bad. He's strong. It is. Oh.
5: All right, Raider Nation, appreciate you hanging in here. Uh, with this episode number 206 of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody that is in the chat. Ron the Materator, of course, is in there. The Big Easy, Lino the Full Metal Mexican. Uh, what else we got in there? Jeff Murphy, what's up, Jeff? from Dominicos is in there. Uh, T3 Sports Guy is in there. Michelle Sweat is in there. Sugar Shane, Matthew Mangus, uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, of course. Uh, high Five Freddy is in there. We appreciate all of you. Aaron Crocker, still holding it down for Australia, where it's like, I don't know, what, winter there or something? Um, the- <laughs> Anyways, appreciate you. Uh, joining us for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio, so we're going to jump into the sea of fans. That is where we hear from you, Raider Nation. Uh, the best emailers and the best phone callers. Uh, we might even see if I can get my uh, my youngest son, Vinny, over here to help us read an email. Yo, Vinny! Vinny, yo! You want to come read an email? are uh... you finish your level there? Look at like Vinny's over here playing video games. Let's, I'll go to this camera. Here. Vinny's back there playing Destiny. Uh, anyway, so I uh, appreciate uh, all of you that contacted us this week. And if you don't contact us, make that a part of your uh, your week. If you're in the chat room. Yeah, why don't you do it? Hit do us it. up, man. Look, it's the offiest of the off season, so it gets a little lean around here yeah. in terms of, like, contact from the emails and the phone calls. So help us out, man. Throw some stuff. Uh, C.T. Frankenstein. So- oh, that's Frankie mosquito What's up, Frankie? Hey. Uh, and Greg, Jeff
6: Murphy's in there.
5: Yeah, I just shouted him out while you were in the. Oh, good. While you were in when there. I was in the can. Yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> 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 too much. Yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh give me the first email and then we'll let Vinny finish his game and then we'll let him uh read read the big one. Okay. Well uh, well or yeah, look here you go. You just yeah. Give it to me. You got this little one here? Yeah, go ahead. Well,
5: yeah, I got a little know. one right here. Uh, Story yeah. of my life. <laughs> Ah, oh my gosh. dear. It's all about the how you read, Jeff. It's not about what you read with. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And now for something completely different.
6: <laughs> We've now gone off the rails. As yeah, as yeah, whatever. yeah. Uh yeah. dear RFR. Yes. Hi. First, the last week's show had me in stitches. I was laughing so hard, and it was so cool to have a Raiderette in the fan cave, 100. Uh, my pet, yeah, that was cool. my much pe- respect to Michelle, man. How fun Dude, was she, man? That was one of the most fun shows I've done in a so long fun, time. Man. And like, right. I mean, and she's another one. Obviously, you know, Jeff Murphy's one of our best buds. You know, all that Domenico shout out, QB Jeff. But I mean. I was, you know, I I didn't know what to expect, you know? I mean, but, I mean, like, the nicest girl that you may ever meet. It's The the best part is that, like, I hear the door open downstairs, and all I hear is, (laughs) Raiders! Uh, so yes. good. So good. Yeah, yeah welcome cool. to the cave. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So absolutely. So uh, so yeah, so my P.E. teacher was a Raiderette until 1981, and she tiered on legendary Raiders like Snake, Freddie B., Art Shell, and many others. Oh, cool, yeah. man. She has a jacket that was given to her by our owner, Al Davis. Uh, now wow, on to my, man. Yeah, very cool. Now on a more pressing matters, ESPN has shown their ugly head again by saying that the Raiders had the worst offseason at 29- uh, are the Houston Texans. This is laughable. The Texans pissed off their franchise quarterback and replaced him with a scrub quarterback from Stanford. and then with uh, with very little tape, they lost JJ Watt. Need I say more. The Texans definitely deserve the bottom spot, not the Raiders, but that's just the East Coast hate we always have from ESPN. And going to love uh, and and I'm going to love making Bill Barnwell uh, and the rest of ESPN look like idiots. Anyway, love you RFR. Uh, Siri, play "Chief Suck" by the, <laughs> by the Raider Karaoke Kid. Yours truly, Daniel Mangus, proud main man, 2019 Gemini Award winner, two-time BRT Sizzler Award winner. Nicely done. Nicely yeah, done. yeah. There you go, Daniel Mangus. Get What's you some, bro. Daniel Mangus. Yeah, yeah. Vinny, Vinny, you, you're gonna come read an email or what? All right, all
5: right, all right. Well, come turn on the, then. Turn
6: the game off. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Okay, right. shout out to Vinny. What's up, Vinny? He's Vin? wearing he's wearing a sweet. So Murph here in the fan cape is just all the gear, man. I got all the gear, man. I get all gave, the Josh Jacobs jerseys. We 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 gave away a Josh Jacobs jersey last week. Yeah, and and the old Vinuch over here got another yeah, Josh Jacobs another jersey, that, jersey, man. man. Vinny got oh my gosh, and that. it fits you like a damn glove, bro. The,
5: the, hold on, Vinny. Can you hear it now? Let's see how about it now. You got it now? I got it now. Hey there, you are. What's up, Vinny? Hey, what's up? I like that, man. You represent over there, looking good. Okay, yeah. so while you're reading, so that's and he course, got pants
6: on. That's always a good hand. thing. Put some,
5: some drawers on. Put some drawers on, bro. All yeah. right. So uh, Vinny is going to read. Uh, yeah. Who do you got? You got we got Paul there, buddy.
6: Yeah. Do uh, we need uh, we need thirty seconds of Paul? I you think.
5: Want to go thirty seconds of Paul? To start
6: I out? I think I need thirty seconds of Paul.
12: I think we should get some. All right. Well, let let's,
5: let's start it off with thirty seconds of Paul. I'm Paul. All right, now, hang on. Now, before, last week, when I, when I left the... Uh, no, it was two weeks ago, when last time Vinny was here... Th- welcome to the show, too, son, by the way.
12: Thank you very much.
5: So last time Vinny was here to help us read emails, he, uh, he was reading Paul's email, and I went and used the restroom. When I came back, I found <laughs> out that Vinny had been uh, spewing vulgarities on the show, Swag Jeff.
6: Yeah, you drop. Yeah, it's been what two weeks in a row. We've had uh, we've had to uh, get the bleed button ready, and we haven't had it ready. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, so now I'm gonna go. The uh, dump so. button was was not
5: was <laughs> was not was not working. So and so the so the Paul's emails now in Vinny's hands. Yes. So now Jeff, yeah. I I know you've got your own children, but I'm gonna ask <laughs> you to look after mine while I'm gone. If he starts getting all raw and vulgar and all Sam Kennison over there, I'm like, slapping
6: the. <laughs> bleep out of them you yeah, know what I mean? yeah
5: yeah yeah okay all right so handle,
6: handle business for yeah, me I yeah i got it yeah right. yeah go pepe okay Oh, tell them how you can contact the show, by the way. Yeah, so obviously you can find us on uh, all social media platforms uh, at Raiders Fan Radio on uh, Instagram and Twitter, at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast on Facebook. You can obviously find us on the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube right now. At Murph's Fan Cave, where you can find every uh, show Raiders Fan, or RFR Live. Uh, Yeah, you can find us everywhere. We're on the Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, Vinny, you were the one that. That, uh, that that told your dad to uh, to get on the Twitch. Yeah, me and my brother. Yeah, yes, yeah. You guys you guys are watching uh you guys are watching the uh, video game videos and all that <laughs> stuff. So yeah, so why not put a little raiders up in the Twitch world? Yeah, you know the, what do we call that? That because we call it the Twitterverse. So what is it? The Twitchiverse?
12: I guess yeah. The is, is that what you call that? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah that, that's abso- what all the kids are. calling Is, is these that what the days. cool
6: kids are saying? That's what that's what that's what uh, your dad always says. Uh, yeah, that's what the kids say. That's what the cool kids are doing. Yeah. You know? So so uh-huh. yeah. So uh, so welcome to RFR Live, Vinny, and uh, we got a little Paul action going, so go ahead and take it away, pal.
12: All right, I will. Uh, evening, everybody. Hope you are well. Firstly, this week, a huge thank you to Michelle for reading out the emails on last week's show, Yes. despite me and Matthew uh, Mangus throwing a couple of curveballs at her. Uh, I apologize for the Dallas slash turkey slash stuffing <laughs> section of my email. You know. <laughs> I'm reading an email. <laughs> Damn it, Murph. He was in a roll, pal. Come on. (laughs) I I hadn't messed up yet. Nah, he's about to, though. Yeah, I apologize for the Dallas slash turkey slash stuffing section of my email. (laughs) (laughs) But in my defense, I wasn't expecting uh, her to be reading them out. However, she handled things with style and grace befitting a Raiderette. Uh, We're heading towards the quieter time of preseason, not my favorite time of year. And I've been checking out our current... 90-man uh, roster, trying to see who I believe will make our final 53. It's hard to do this year as depth of quality is better. And I've heard and I've tried a uh, few different approaches, all unsuccessful so far. I can only get 59, and I'm struggling to see where the other cuts will come from. Put this away, and our practice squad could look very healthy this year. Or put this put this way, our practice squad could look very healthy this year. I think you mentioned on the show a couple weeks ago and on the show with uh, Graphic Raider that this year we'll be releasing (laughs) really talented players that'll be uh, picked up very quickly as opposed to recent years when we've struggled to get that 53 million times, or to get that 53 at times. Uh, I have to agree, but in saying that I still have a nagging doubt about the depth in... (laughs) About the... (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> you got, good, you, had, it, good, you had it. You had it. You had it. You're good, baby. I was
12: so close. Uh, as opposed to our recent years when we've struggled to get to 53 times, I have to agree in saying that I still have a nagging doubt about the depth in one particular area, which I'll come to in a moment. Balance and competition seem to be the key words around the facility, and there's no denying we have almo- we have that almost everywhere. For example, I have six receivers on my list. Ruggs, Renfro, Jones, Brown, Snead, and Edwards. That may seem excessive, especially when we know our That's best... a lot, re- lot of wide receivers, man. <laughs> especially when we uh, know our best receiver is a tight end, but I think they'll all play their part this season. The battle at uh, center is intriguing. Center, right? Yeah. Center yeah, is intriguing. Yep, got it. Uh, we seem to be okay for the foreseeable future with James, Mar- with James, Martin, and Morrissey. Morrissey? Morrissey and yeah. and I still miss Rodney Hudson. There's also a choice um, at uh, DB, and there are some difficult decisions (laughs) on the horizon for sure. My area of concern is at LB. I've got six to retain on my list. Uh, Littleton. Kow. Q.
5: Quitkowski. Quitkowski. I I say it like this Quit. Quitkowski. Quitkowski. Oh,
6: that sounds like some ASMR (laughs) RFR.
5: Welcome, Nick Quitkowski. Kowski to Raider fan radio.
12: All right, uh, Moro, <laughs> Diablo, White, and Muse. Um, I'm thinking Littleton Kowski and
5: quit, 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 quit quitt, 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 Put a K quitt, in there. Quit Two Ks. Quitt, quitt, quit Kowski. Quit Kowski. <laughs> this is just,
12: what happens in the back end just, of the show every just, week.
6: Just cue me when you're about to say the name again. Yeah. Read okay. that sentence okay. again. Okay.
12: All right. I'm thinking Littleton, Quitkowski, Quitkowski, quit, uh, quit <laughs> <Kowski. laughs> and Morrow are <laughs> starters. But when injuries or the rigorous um, uh, season kick, uh, what in the world? But when injuries or the rigorous of the season rigorous, se- rigorous. rigorous. Ah, you okay. you almost at it. That the of it the season kick uh, in can we rely on the others to play a bigger role consistently. Krykowski
3: Krykowski. I've seen
5: <laughs> this show's going off the rails, man. It take us home, Vinny. Take us
12: Every home. Every time
5: I come on this show, something
12: weird happens. Alright, yeah, take us does. home, son. We've seen a few positive moments from the White uh but from White but Diablo is a rookie. And so is and so is Muse really having missed out in the season. Yep. So my question for this week is: Should we be looking for another senior proven LB to give us a really strong spine through the middle of the field?
5: There is that guy that that uh, played for the Titans last year.
6: Yeah, he's he he's, uh, he's opposite or of Taylor Lewan on Bustin' with the boys. Oh, yeah, he's a
5: glue guy, locker room guy. They call him.
6: Yeah, is that, is yeah, that what they call him? A, oh, a he's got shiny linebacker. He, yeah, he's got shiny new teeth. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Grabfall, <laughs> yeah, Paul, that's what we would pick.
12: Go uh, ahead, Vinny, go. All right. Graphic Raider did a video early this, early this week um, where he mentioned the same concern and spoke about KJ Wright being a good call. I'd be interested to know what everybody else thinks. We He's still, solid. We, we Yeah, you've
5: been on the Bradley system, so absolutely it's viable. Yeah. yeah.
12: We still have a little wiggle room with the cap spare, and there's always the possibility that Jalen Richard will be released freeing up a little more. Richard, Same, same. Whatever, same
5: thing. And Madden, they call him Richard. That's what he knows him from. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. There you go.
12: Yeah. Uh, isn't it reassuring feeling to have this kind of uh, competition for places, though, rather than filling the roster with players we know we can't really rely on? If we can solve the LB issue, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be running out of talent anymore, Murph. Uh, we have a good blend of youth and experience with fresh, purposeful coaching ideas from someone who knows his job, and enough players on the field with points to prove to themselves as well as to others. Finally, within a couple of weeks, we'll be hitting the part of the year when news is uh, at a premium, but the rest assured nation, August 14th, is only nine weeks on Saturday. Let's And, go. That's, and that's only 63 sleeps until the first preseason game against oh, the Seahawks. Nice! <laughs> The excitement is starting to build now that Guns N' Roses have announced their show and the Death Star <laughs> yes. will finally come to life. Yes. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the, the Royal Scribe, Paul Egerton. Uh, I always mess up his, his... Edgerton.
5: Edgerton. I think it's Edgerton. I don't, correct Edgerton. us, Paul. One of these days. On your next email, is it Egerton or Edgerton? I always say Edgerton. Edgerton.
12: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Shrop- Shropshire. Shropshire, Mississippi. Pauly Award winner 2019 Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020 BRT Sizzler scorekeeper Proud made man Five time Five
5: time Five time Five time. say it like that Five, five time, time Five time, time Five time.
12: time Plus one winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award Yeah Ready yeah. to go Vanooch Thank you very much Nicely done, son. Thanks, pal. I didn't mess up too bad that time. You, didn't, no, you, it, good. Yeah, you did good. Yeah, no,
5: fine, it, was, it was your dad and I that were throwing you off the rails. Yeah, bud. it's because we're over here, you know, what I mean, giggling and being laughing goofy. and being silly and throwing you off. too much.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for taking time out of your game to, to, uh, uh, to join us here on the show. Well, and course. if you want to meet Vinny live... You can meet Vincent, and you yes. can meet me, and, and and my other son, our older son, Tristan. Uh, he will be uh, with uh, with us at Domenico's on July seventeenth. No, June. Scratch that. June seventeenth, yes, at two p.m. Uh, at the Domenico's mm. in Alameda, and so that's oh my gosh, I can't wait! Oh, that's gonna be, oh, so that's gonna be good, bed. man! That's oh, good.
6: dude, I'm so jealous! I'm like hella jealous that you guys are going to the home the home office. The home, I know, right? You know? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I want to give a shout out in the chat to uh, to uh, Jefe KC, Jefe KC, who's uh, who's a, a huge Chiefs fan. Oh, Henry KC, Like he he's got, got put in
5: timeout. He got that put in timeout for to, a
6: while, and yeah, yeah. You, yeah. So, uh, so he said so. 150 days to a loss to Kansas City. So, uh, so uh, you must
5: have missed the early part of the show when I referenced the fact that we almost swept your guys' asses last yeah. year. And if it hey, weren't for 28 seconds, Hey, Henry KC, points. look
6: at me. There you go. That's for you, baby. Thanks for coming to our Raider podcast. Oh. Yeah, <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. So, you know, the, so the, you know what a chef's kiss is? That's when a chef goes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Right. Okay. So there's a thing. If you listen to Kevin Smith's podcast. Yeah. They talk about Jeff Bridges uh-huh. doing a Jeff's kiss, which is effectively a chef's kiss. But coming from a Jeff, you could actually do a chef's kiss. So you know what? Hefe and KC? yeah, mm. Jeff's kiss. And,
6: well, who is it? I think it's. <laughs> this is inappropriate. I don't care. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so I think. PG thirteen. No, no. I think yeah. Dane Cook says. I, I think it's Dane Cook or no, it's. Uh, oh shoot, Chris D'elia. Okay, oh Chris, Chris D'elia. Yeah, D'elia. Yeah. He he says he says. So when you do this, it's like you you kiss a butthole and it explodes. <laughs> wow. So that's for you, Hefe and KC. There gross. you go. Go on and get you some, bro. Thanks, thanks for uh, thanks for not tuning into a Kansas City <laughs> podcast because they don't have those. They don't they have don't those. Have a- they yeah, don't have them.
5: Vinnie's dying over there. Yeah, he loves Vinny, it. Vinny, look over here. Show, yeah. the- lean over to other people. You, Vinnie's dying because Jeff just did the exploding butthole kiss.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> There it is, bud. Oh, right there gosh. for you. Coming at you. Oh, coming at you. Okay. Thanks for coming, dude. We're re- hey, look no, we're here. Really we, hey, we money. really, we really, really appreciate it. You know. Oh my. We really God. appreciate it because you, you've livened the chat up.
5: Oh
7: my. You've gosh. livened the chat up, and I'm everyone. Dying. Yeah.
6: We're we're all we're all just uh, we're all loving the fact that you're in there. Oh my gosh, Jeff. Because it, it's something for us to talk about. Jeff's kiss. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Okay, all right. let's for you. hit a break. and Let's do the voicemail.
13: <laughs> Nobody enjoyed a good oh, Donnybrook. More than sixth-year linebacker, Phil. <laughs> oh, jeez. number
4: forty-one,
13: Phil. Oh, Running Bear.
4: This is Phil. Running Bear's in there? And you're listening to Oh, my gosh. Stay Radio.
5: I got this okay so thank you first off for all the, all the all of those of you that are joining us live uh, everybody on murphsfenk or youtube.com slash Murphs fancave uh, a few weeks ago, going back a hot minute now, okay. when I shouted out and, and called out and gave respect to the made men and made women, we did our list, and there was a couple in there that we hadn't heard from in a long time. One of them was Running Bear, and Running Bear is in the chat. Much love, much respect to you, Running Bear. So great to see you back joining us, and I hope all is well, man. Uh, we're, we're always 100%. thinking about you, and much love to you from the RFR crew. So give them some applause there, Slag Jeff, man. Absolutely. Good to see <laughs> Running Bear. Good. Yeah,
6: good to see you, buddy good very, to see you
5: very cool all right swag jeff so uh so the made men and the made women are or anybody that calls this show leaves yeah. a message and it gets played three times or an indefinite amount of emails and uh, the leader of that crew because every every crew needs a captain everyone needs a capo bro absolutely and so our capo is aaron the q dog raider and he always kicks off this segment and why do i not have his oh no what happened oh where is Aaron's... <gasps> do you not record it? Oh, no. What happened? I don't know. Ah! Oh, shoot. What Where's, oh, where's Aaron's freaking... Oh, no. You I don't know. This. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what? We're going to we're gonna go on the fly here. He didn't. He didn't swear. No, he didn't. So we, we're... Just gonna, just hit the... Uh, j- just look oh here.
11: My. Just press the That's damn what button, I'm going to yeah. do. So hang we,
5: on. We're going to do this on the fly. Okay, we're going to get to Aaron's emails. Or email. Voicemails. Okay, here we go. All right, here we go. Let's check in with Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider.
13: Greetings, Don Murph, Underboss, Sonny, Casiglary Moss, Swaggy J. Hey. Raider, born Rico. Oh. Uh, big Raider trucker. Mojo from when the universe speaks. Ramon the Mean King. Splatterhead from an Eber Nation. Ron the Meta Raider. Nation. Um, what is there to talk about? I mean, really. Baseball sucks. The NBA playoffs without the King, I mean, that ain't moving the needle. I mean, former Raider uh, Mark Patterson, I mean, apparently reached the pinnacle of Mount Everest. I mean, come on now. Um, Former Jags donkeys, Raiders linebacker, and 31-year-old Las Vegas resident Brandon Marshall apparently is leaking that he has interest in rejoining the team for camp. Hard pass on that one, partner. Now, (laughs) starting quarterback Trayvon Mullen, um, after two weeks of OTAs, has had a little bit of praise for our uh, rookie quarterback, and Louisville, Kentucky native, Nate Hobbs, out of Illinois, saying that I feel like Hobbs is going to be a really talented um, addition to our team. He practices hard. He goes through his drills well. I feel like he's going to be a good player. As long as he keeps his mentality up and shows up every day. We can say that about everybody, but nobody's saying anything about the red-tipped partner on the other side. (laughs) Um, He may lose his spot. He may not be the only one, number twenty-four. Um, beloved former Raider Matt Millen, he uh, was on Pritch and Clay, the morning show on show. Raider Nation Radio. Absolutely. And he some positive things to say also about another Raider and our coach, Tom Cable. Now, he went on to say that uh, Cable now has a rookie, and I guess he intimated that might have been Leatherwood, on the offensive line, and the offensive line is always about communication and covering each other's mistakes. Um, it's going to take some time, but Tom Cable should be able to to get the most out of it, you got to love that type of uh, high praise going into the season when there's so many questions about our offensive line after we got rid of so much proven talent. Now, due largely to COVID last off season, uh, the team had to do a lot of meetings and stuff uh, via Skype and things of that nature. But this time, now that COVID's behind us, people are vaccinated. Um, They're starting to talk to the players about their interactions and having a more traditional camp. And once again, our apparent leader on the defense, baby Cleland, cue it up Murph. He's been quoted as saying that the main thing is communication over communication. Now I don't know what over communication is, but I guess that's something you major in at cleansing, but Hey, whatever it takes. (laughs) Now let's talk about (laughs) Kareem Jackson, Kareem Jackson, He's been running his head talking about Deshaun Watson is interested in becoming a donkey. The hit list. Uh safety, Rashawn Golden, Eric Magnuson, tight end Carson Williams, Jim Rome, insurrectionist, and as per usual, Mike Ditka. Respect goes out to uh Sugar Shane, his lordship, Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi. Um, her lordship or ladyship, let's go with Halen. Sisters in yoga pants everywhere. Santa, <laughs> B-Dog in a pasture. The real B-Dog in a pasture. QB Jeff, and all one million Jeffs in the so-called Jeff Nation. All Raiderettes, Nate Michelle, yes. Coach Davis, Raiderborn Rico, Dead Scroll Steve in H-town, and H-Town, Let me have a parody, if you will. Kill Jadis, Graphic Raider, Samoan Raider, Sanji Raider, and my man, Tyrone Graves. Root.
5: All right, let's go. Aaron and g Raider. Raiders. Always coming in hot, Love bro. it, man. My favorite <laughs> was, when, was when he called out Cleveland Furl. And,
13: <laughs> yeah, hit it. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't
5: furl. And he goes, over-communication. <laughs> that must be a major inclusion. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, dude. <laughs> that was awesome, man. Oh, I love it. That was awesome. All right, so well done there from Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. And, yeah, if you want to be a made man or a made woman, call the show, man. We love hearing from you this time of year because we get – a bunch more emails and uh, and voicemails uh during the season this off season man we love your content so so, yes. so get it, get it coming yeah, to it yeah
6: it's a fan run show dude in the off season like this man yeah.
5: more of you and less of absolutely. us is good 909-345-3346 all right so so speaking of that so all right jeff yeah we we, we our, our callers are so incredibly creative absolutely and so we've gone down now this road it, it's been so much fun where People are calling in as wrestlers, and they're doing promos. No yes, yeah, they're doing promos as wrestlers. So we've heard from uh, we've heard from Razor Ramon, we've heard from Dusty Rhodes, we've heard from uh, of course Randy Macho Man Savage, a couple different versions of Macho Man Savage. Now we've got a a, a new caller, and this is Scott Steiner. So for those of you that are uh, old WCW fans, or even the the newer what is that? Uh A, what is it? AEW that he's in. Was he in AEW for a minute? Who's that? I don't remember. Scott Steiner. Uh yeah. I just remember from WCW. Yeah, either
6: that or Impact or Impact.
5: Or... That was the other one he was in. Yeah. 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 So Scott Steiner, otherwise known as Big Papa Pump, who's absolutely one of the, the best promo guys there is. And so don't you know, someone called in with their Scott Steiner to Raiders Fan Radio. So let's check in.
4: <laughs> Dropping a lighter for Raiders fan radio. <laughs> and when I'm in Sin City, my new town where the Raiders get down all my hoochies come around. <laughs> now the Buckeyes, they suck.
6: And if you want <laughs> like the Kansas
4: City case, you suck too. Yeah, they do. And before I go, there's only one thing you gotta know. That the Ohio State Fuck out fans, and my hoochies got one thing, and one thing in common. They both go
2: crazy over a nut. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Yes! Yes! (laughs) Oh no! Oh,
6: I love it. I love it. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Scott Steiner. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Scott, Scott Steiner, man. What a call. Call us two more times. Two you more times become you will be a main man.
11: man. Oh, my gosh.
5: All right, let's go to our next caller. Let's hear from our buddy, Trinidad.
11: Hello, um, Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Uh, this is Trinidad from California, and I just got back from Las Vegas this weekend after visiting Allegiant Stadium for the first time. Uh, this weekend was my first opportunity to sit in my seats, and uh, it's, Difficult even now to kind of describe how exciting it was. And so uh, just about everything in the building feels brand new and uh, super excited uh, for the first season to be played in front of uh, the home crowd there in Vegas. Um, But thinking about that, I was thinking um, I wanted to take a minute and give thanks to all the times in Oakland. So I want to give thanks to all the times that we blasted some Dr. Dre, Snoop, some Too Short. I want to give thanks to all the times that we blasted uh, Mexican music and every. Uh, taco of carne asada, tri-tip, ribs, chicken, hamburgers, and hot dogs. Mm. And I want to give thanks to um all Make the in Um, want to give thanks to all the people that uh, were inside the Coliseum that sold us beer and hot pretzels. And want to give thanks to all the staff that uh, got me in the door and to my seat. Um, uh, and that wasn't always easy. So, uh, I want to give thanks to the BART, uh, pedestrian walkway that gave me a comforting hug when we lost and, uh, let me and the mass of Raider fans, uh, one last opportunity to give out a scream of Raiders when, uh, after we won. And so, uh, that's always going to be with me and I think, uh, it will go wherever I go. And, um, but this weekend thinking about it, I mean, we're going to Vegas. So, Uh, don't know, don't have an exact plan in terms of the tailgating and, uh, whether we'll be driving or whether we'll be flying, but, um, I'm sure that, uh, good times are to come. So, win or lose. Uh, so hope to see you all there at some point. Um, uh, go Raiders.
5: All right. Go Raiders, Trinidad. That was awesome, man. Good call, dude. Absolutely. So, Trinidad, call us a couple more times. Trinidad, we see all the time uh in our chat yeah, and trinidad call us
6: again man you need to be a made man he needs to be made man he i look because be
5: i was too. like when i heard that that voicemail i was like was trinidad made him? i him like he's got to be right so i went and looked on the on the list and sure enough he's not like so yeah. trinidad man we've known you for a long yeah. time he he made the like the, the, the calavera skull for uncle mosh like trinidad's been around our show for a long long time keep those calls coming man yeah yeah fire off and, an email whatever that, it is
6: and that that call made me so hungry Oh my gosh! So unbelievably, talking hungry, about the Raiders tailgate, talking about dude. Oakland tailgates, dude. Nah, I mean, like, dude. talk about. I mean, the tacos, the carne asadas, all that stuff, like, dude. Our and boy like, Mojo put mouth. on a freaking badass tailgate for dude. us two years ago. I, like, my mouth waters every time I think about. Oh my it, gosh, dude. that was incredible! It's so good. Matt, Matt, Matthew Mengus said that that made all of us think about the fat of the week. Because oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Thinking yeah. about the tailgates, we all could be fat of the week. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so good! Oh my gosh, yeah, so good.
5: And so and and I love the spirit of his call, like yes. thanking everybody that thanking was thanking everyone
6: so, that was in Oakland.
5: That well, was kind of like a love letter to, to, love to the Coliseum, man, yep, and everything. So, yeah, man, and I it's, love it's, it. Dang, man, that's uh, Jeff's kiss to the <sighs> Oakland Coliseum, man. Like that's I'm I'm gonna miss the freaking Coliseum, but oh my gosh, we're gonna yes. love the new version. It'll be different. It'll be a new uh you know a new version of Raider Nation, or a new version of the stadium, and all that stuff. Uh, and then and hopefully we'll get a new version of the team. Because the, the last handful of Oakland teams have not been all that great. So, yeah. It's going to be good this year. Yeah, let's go. Let's effing go. All right, good good stuff, Trinidad. Hit us up again, man. Let's hopefully hear from you next week. Uh, all right, next up, we're going to hear from, speaking of wrestling promos. Okay. We're going to hear from our good friend, Kill Janus.
6: Oh, nice.
4: Well, crap. That didn't go as go what we were hoping. Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter if Julio Jones goes to the Titans, or whether it goes to some other team, we're gonna be fine, Jadis. Okay. Well, you just you say that, but I mean, honestly, we could have probably given them, given them something more. You gotta think about the future, Jadis. Are we really willing to give up that much just for a wide receiver? Well, the star receiver like Holy Julio Jones. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, we shouldn't be doing that, all right. We need to be going and trying to improve the receivers that we have now. Yeah, we got a solid core of wide receivers, and they're gonna go and they're gonna bring us to the top. Yeah. Okay. Well, man, do we have anything to talk about this week? It's kind of a low right now. Right?
7: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is. is.
4: <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, Oh, well, looks like ESPN believes that the Raiders had the worst NFL season ever. Oh, that's just the mass media talking. Don't you know that, Joe Jadis? They just think of nothing but heat for the Raiders. The ESPN analysis should probably go ahead and not be listened to at all. In fact, the mainstream media should not be listened to. They should be listened to as much as the nutritionist, and the fitness coach of Andy Reid here. Yeah. They should be ignored, blocked out, because there's nothing that's good that they want to talk to us about. Well, this is definitely a very slow week, though. Well, <laughs> it don't matter! Well, uh, well, oh yeah, Reader <laughs> read Sneeze said something. The User Raider Steve must have been a little bit drunk. Let's not get into that. He's a good guy. All right. Go ahead and play me on, Murph. This is a short week.
5: Oh, yeah. All right. There he is, Kill Jadis. Nice. Yeah, no, yeah. I got nothing to play out with. It's a quiet week. there, there was the, the, that that missed the celebratory, the, the 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 end punch that a play out would have there. Kill Jadis, it was good. But I feel you, like the vibe of like it's the offiest of the offseason, as, as, as I've said. So, But we always, of course, appreciate your call and so thankful to hear from you this week. And now we got one more. So he referenced Houston Raiders Steve, uh, yes. our, our good buddy Steve down in Houston. We call him the historian, and he always calls with a great call. And, and oh, by the way, uh, we're going to award a Sizzler Award to either the best emailer or best phone caller this week. Mm-hmm. And so here's our last caller eligible. He is Houston Raiders Steve.
7: Ruth Mosh, Jeff, Nation, Made Man and Made Women, Houston Raider Steve here. Topic came up, how did you become a Raider fan? I'm going to ask all of you after I end uh, my call. I became a Raider fan back in the Heidi game back in 1969 when the Jets were playing. Uh, the Raiders out there, obviously, we all know I, about the Heidi game, but they said the Mad Bomber. I fell in love with that name, the colors. Uh, Daryl Monica as a quarterback, man, he was throwing it all over the field that day. I became a fan of the Raiders that day, 1969, the Jets game. Next person I was a big fan of was Jack Tatum. Being from Columbus, Ohio, my dad was a high state alum. We went to the game back in 69, Champaign-Urbana. Saw them play against uh, the Fighting Illini. Jack Tatum was on that team, Woody Hayes' team. The previous year, they were super sophomores. They won the national championship. They won it at Champaign that day. And I was able to meet Woody and uh, Jack Tatum, John Brockington, play for the Packers, and some other great ones, Rex Kern. Man, dream come true. Flash forward, Kenny Stabler. That game against the National Deception ran in for that touchdown. By the way, Frenchie Fuqua did touch the ball in that play. And as uh, our good friend Villapiano said at the last game the Steelers played over there at Black Hole Tailgate, the ball hit the ground. Yes, sir. Let's go. The ball hit the ground. Also, last one was, uh, of course, Steve Wisniewski. He he went to Westfield High School. His best friend was my sister's best friend. And, of course, he went to Penn State, and his brother Leo Wisniewski played in the pros, too. So I was a big fan of them. When we lost the Oilers, I became a fan. They started showing uh, any other team because we didn't have the Oilers anymore. So I got to watch a lot of the 3 o'clock games that Wisniewski was playing in. So that's how I became a fan. What's your take? Goodbye.
5: Good stuff, Houston Raiders. Steve, goodbye. (laughs) Appreciate (laughs) that. All right, I'm going to. We're way over. I just looked up and I realized we're over two hours, so I'm going to keep my answer really, really quick. Okay. Uh, So I became a Raider fan in utero. My mom uh, and, and my dad went to the 72 World Series to the Oakland Coliseum to watch the A's play in the World Series. That was my first trip ever to the Oakland Coliseum. Yeah. And I was born into a family that was completely crazy about East Bay sports, grew up an A's, a Raider, and a Warrior fan. Never left. Like I didn't have a choice. This was literally like I was born like this was as as old as as, when I was old enough to know the Raiders were a thing. That's when I immediately became a fan and thinking back to like the players like to me as a kid, and you've heard this story a million times, but like to me, the Raiders of the 70s were superheroes to me. They were literally bigger than life. They had, you know, the nicknames like Snake and, and, and Foo and Assassin and you know, the the soul patrol and all the wonderful, you know, kick them in the head, Ted, you name it, man from Mars. So they became bigger than life to me. And so as a kid, it was, I was so impressioned by that, that they just, that was it. It was like, it was a slam dunk. I was going to be a Raider fan for life and and the end, give us your answer, Jeff, and then take us into the sizzler.
6: Yeah. So, uh, so April, 2019, April 2019 was the day that uh, that I that I let my my two best friends in the entire world jump me into the nation. Your two oldest friends my two oldest and my two best friends yes yes yeah, literally I'm you're the two oldest guys that I hang out with absolutely everyone else is my age or younger you know but uh, because I mean the t- two of the ones that I hang out with the most are four and two you know so, <laughs> yeah you know but yeah no my two best friends jumped me into Raider Nation and uh, and I didn't look back and you know uh, you know I, had, and I and I and I've and I've already experienced a lot of heartbreak just like my much of Raider Nation yeah, you has, yeah. and so I feel like I'm fully in Raider Nation now. So, uh, oh, you, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm full, yeah, I'm fully in invested. You've, been, you've in already been through the highs and the lows the of a Raider season, the highs and season. the lows, dude. Absolutely, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, yeah, you I'm are. all in. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, every week uh, Uncle Mosh will deliver the uh, the Sizzler Award winner, and when he is not here, uh, Swag Jeff uh, gets those honors. So, uh, so yeah, so we got uh, we got a couple emails. We got uh, obviously the email. From Paul, Paul. Which is always great, eh? Yes. Uh, we got the email from Daniel Megus who says that uh we're there's no way that we have the worst offseason. There's no way no possible. Way. Absolutely not. Of course, we got a call from the Capo, our leader. Let's go. Uh, so yeah. good
5: tonight. So, so good. So good,
6: man. It's absolutely it's the best. Uh then we got a we got a, a surprising call from Scott Steiner. Yeah. <laughs> Scott hey, Steiner Scott's who brought, yeah he brought Big the heat pop man. Pump, man Absolutely and then uh, of course we got a call from uh Trinidad who shattered out uh she shattered out uh, Oakland I mean, love absolutely. that call. Love dude. that call, so man. Good. Just such a salute. Call us again, just, Trinidad. Keep a salute coming, to Oakland, man. I love that. And and he made me super hungry, so I'm going to stop <laughs> on the way home and get a Big Mac or something <laughs> like that just to celebrate. And then, of course, Houston Raider Steve uh, brought, uh, brought up his, his fandom began in 1969 with the Mad Bomber. Uh, it, it jumped him into the nation, and then we talked about our experiences. Uh, but this week, Sizzler. Okay. This here we week's go. Sizzler, we're brrr, talk- brrr. Yeah, we're talking about a guy that may have gotten hosed last week. Oh, he may have gotten hosed last week because of an f bomb that Michelle. So, is dropped. this a makeup call? No, I am. I wouldn't say makeup call because it was a good call. Okay, but maybe a little bit of a makeup call. Okay, just a little bit. So this week Sizzler goes to a guy that says, "No, Julio, no problem." And, uh, and he says that there's a lull in the season. And we're talking, and, and a lot of the ESPN people are talking about hate for the Raiders. Uh, but uh, but it needs to be ignored, just like Andy Reid ignores his fitness coach. <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> Kill Jadis with this go! week's Sizzler oh, Lord! Sizzler. Nice job, Kill Jadis. Sizzler. 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 Sizzler.
1: Sizzler. Sizzler.
6: Sizzler. Sizzler. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders.
2: You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today.
5: From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans
11: are a rogues gallery. ha ha
0: ha 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 Oh, Not Agalor. Uh, no. F.
11: Agalor. F. Agalor.
5: Well, let's go with quit, quit, quit Kowski. Quit, quit Kowski. Uh, uh, I appreciate you, Raider Nation. Thank you for checking us out here tonight for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number yeah. 206. Check us out anytime on the Murphs Fan Cave Podcast Network. By anywhere you can find an audio podcast, just search Murphs Fan Cave. That is M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. And subscribe, like it, share it. Tell your Raider friends. Tell your Ra- yeah, why any, not? Anybody that you talk about the Raiders with, tell them to listen to this show, because the more listeners we get, the more attention we get with this show. Yeah. The more revenue we generate Absolutely. and the more money we can give away because we give away 100% of the money we make around Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everybody, that was in the chat. Thank you, Swag Jeff. Yes.
6: Thank you, Vinny. Yes, thanks, Vinuch. We appreciate you all Absolutely. joining us tonight. Swag Jeff, take yeah. us home. Hey, and so uh, so we thank Raider Nation, obviously. Hefan and KC, I'm talking to you, man. Tell all your Chiefs friends, tune in. Yeah. Tune in because there's no Chiefs fan radio. Absolutely not. Uh, but And thank you to everyone else in the chat. Uh, the Full Metal Mexican, Greg Sal a uh, Todd Clements, Franklin 83, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Matthew Mangus, Daniel Mangus, uh, the Full Metal Mexican, uh, Michelle Sweat, uh, Navy Vet 43, uh, who else we got in there? Uh, Terrence, Terrence Carey. Carey is in there. Uh, thank you so much to everyone. I saw a bunch of new faces in there. Steve Richardson, Ron the Mater Raider. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Uh, thank you to Tyrone Graves for a $5 donation. Matthew oh, Mangus money. for $2.99 donations and a $2.99 donation. Damajank, Rainer Nation Scotland with a $4.99 pound donation. And for a penny and for a pound. Yeah, man. Uh, Franklin 83, $2 donation. Israel Madora, Mandora, $4.20 donation. Thank you. All of that will go to the One Nation Foundation uh, and, and to the Balitnikov Foundation where we will present a fat check to them on your behalf. Thank you so much for everything that you do. Thanks for tuning in to Raiders Fan Radio, episode 206, where we take a lighter start journey into the dark side. And don't forget, everyone, what happens in Vegas? Started in Oakland. Yeah. Good night, YouTube. Good night. Way to hit the post, Jeff.
0: Must run in the family. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Get better, Woody. Truth. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.